welcome to Game Brain. I am Matthew Robinson, and this is the 200th episode of Game Brain, a board game podcast about our gaming group. Paul's not here. <laughs> we have uh, we have been coming to you live on the air since uh, the date never March live. 22nd. Always live, always recording on the air, going out, pumping out over the radio waves since March twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Started with me as as the host, then, and the first co host was me. Was Tom Donnelly, who then eventually became the second host of the show. Welcome, Tom Donnelly, everybody. Ah, uh, pleasure to be here. What a what an auspicious occasion. Soon following Tom, we found we were very Got lazy. Got and yeah. uh, like this is work. We asked everybody. If they could host and only one person responded, <laughs> that man is Trey Olson. Welcome, Trey. Happy to be here for the Bicentennial episode. And then our numbers tragically dipped. Uh, we went down to just a few listeners and we realized we needed a professional host to come on. We brought in the wonderful, the only Ben Mandelkors, our oh, fourth host. Hi, how are you? How's it Excellent. going? It feels I thought you were leading here. up to Candace there. Our numbers didn't <laughs> drop. What are you talking about? <laughs> just you coming know, up with a reason numbers, we needed Ben. Our numbers are, do you know what our numbers are right now? I think 45 we're, people. We're, and it we're, was a privilege. we're somewhere in between... Zero people and Joe Rogan's podcast. We are 100% the number one choice of board gaming long haul truckers. We have, the, <laughs> by far, we have the longest episodes. And the number anybody. one board gaming choice of long haul COVID survivors as well. <laughs> as well. I, I have true. to say, it was such an honor to join this podcast. I was like, you know what? It's about time there's a podcast with a bunch of males talking about board games. And I was like, I want to be part of that. But where's the white male voice in all of this? <laughs> I'm sure you were asking. Um, it's been it, it's been a, a real uh, a, a real pleasure. You know, thinking about 2019 to now, that's a long time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not good at math, but I think that's at least 10 years. Yeah. Um, given given what we went through, it does yeah. feel like that for sure. Seems like, yeah. We kept the fires going during COVID, which is not easy considering that we weren't playing games with each other during that time. That's I know. True. Yeah. I mean, we were offered the Presidential Medal of Freedom, but because of who was in the White House at the time, we said no. Mm. Right. Oh, you didn't get the invitation at the Kennedy Center honors for us? <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't go that way. We were, we were honored right after a Joni Mitchell montage. It was That's great. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So it's been 10 years since we started this podcast, and we, we felt like in episode 200, we just wanted to take stock. We wanted to bring in the four hosts that are currently the hosts of this show. Who knows what the future will bring? Who knows? But these are the four right now. And uh, of course, we have our lovely co-hosts, and we would have invited them all, but we only own four. In fact, we only own three mics, and Ben had to bring one. So yeah. we were barely able to get four people around my table. Ben Fancy. He got a fourth mic. I got my fancy. Mic. USB Spare only, mic. but we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but it is actually, by the way, this is one thing that is really cool about this podcast is that it does have like its own little ecosystem of people that come on because I made a joke about it being like, oh, it's just a bunch of males because, you know, so many podcasts about board gaming are. But, you know, there is like this whole world of people that are, that are on the podcast that I think is actually really cool about it. Yeah, I'd like to think we at least give you different perspectives of board gamers. Should we, I hope cut, so. should we cut to that clip package of the other of the, of the co-host? It was like you were throwing to the clip package. It was, it was like the in memoriam. Now we're going to go to the that that one episode where Tom told me he was pregnant. Oh, we all that, cried. This is like a those, very special episode. <laughs> this is like those episodes of the Golden Girls where they sit around the table yeah. eating cheesecake and it goes into flashbacks. No, we are not going to do a clip show, people. Okay, we are not going to do a clip show. We're going to 
to talk. We're going to reminisce. Work. Those require a lot of editing. They, oh, you oh, don't yeah. edit. Oh, no, no we're not going to do that. No. No, 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 no. In fact, if one of us says something that we have to cut, we just kill the episode. Yeah, we're not, exactly. yeah. we're, we're not going to do a clip show, but uh, Trey is doing a chip show for us. He's eating <laughs> potato chips on the podcast, in case you're hearing what that crunch noise is. Yes. Uh, like a pro of everyone out there with misophonia, um, so sorry. We're going to figure this out by, by, by the big 300, I think. We'll uh, I, I take these away from me. We'll have this. We are just going to do a normal episode, talk about things going on in our gaming group, yeah. talk about BGG Con, which yeah. Tom and Trey just returned from. But we're also going to do one special thing. We're each going to list our three favorite games that have been released since we started our podcast. Not necessarily games we've reviewed, although I think we probably reviewed all the games we're going to be talking about today, but we're each going to give our three favorite games that have come out since 2019. I mean, you guys will, will do th- your three favorite. I will do the three best. You'll do the three best. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Okay, good. Which, yeah, just happens to be the, your three favorite, too, which is incredible. You're it's it's weird. Real tastemaker. How it, how it really met, lines up. <laughs> lines up. Um, I am, I am champing at the bit to talk about board games. I don't know about you guys. I've yeah. played a lot of games since the last, uh, since the last been a while. convened. Yeah. So Is that right? I would love to talk about some games. I'm Jump not saying in. I have to start, but maybe you guys should start because you guys actually went to a con. Tell us about it. Tell us about BGG. We con. did. Uh, Trey, why don't you start since, uh, since you did both. Since the, I was there first. You, let's you have five minutes of the... throwing it to each other. <laughs> so it's a nice thing I can go um, when BGG Con is the week before Thanksgiving I can kind of go to Texas visit my parents what is BGG Con it is the board game geek con that is held annually in Dallas in November they have some spring versions too but there's like is, a board game geek east or west or south or spring. unplugged or there's a spring that's a more family friendly okay got it. it whereas I think is BGG Con 18 and up Technically, I, I I think it is. There weren't actually, a lot of kids, I'm not, so I think I'm not maybe, positive. And unlike Gen Con or Essen, this is a, 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 as far as it's been pitched to me, and which is why I, I'm so sad I've never gone. This seems like the con where you play games, not buy games. As just much. board games, yeah. right? Just yeah. board games. Yeah. For one thing, that's yeah, a big yeah, difference between Gen Con. Because Gen Con is essentially the, the same thing in that sense for the board game section of it. It's just there's there's just no there's open gaming really in Gen Con as I've found out the hard way many times. Well, it's kind of shuffled off into the side. There's tournaments. There's, there's events, events, but there isn't like uh, just everybody there comes is, together and there, just plays there games. Is, but it's there in is, various hotels. It's in, yeah, hotels. It's like in hotel lobbies, yeah. and so you have to kind of leave the beaten path it's a nightmare. rather than it being the thing. It's a nightmare if you go there with, with some of your best friends, and they end up being busy the entire weekend, right. and you're alone the whole time, and you have no one to play games well, with. Well, you know, after the party yeah. is the hotel lobby, and after the lobby is, you know... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could be like co-host Elder and just participate in what the friends are, are, are doing and have an awesome time. A world-class I time. did that. I think you would prefer if I didn't join anymore. <laughs> um, uh, it was a mixed bag having Matt Robinson in the Game of Thrones 100-person LARP. There were there were very good things about it. Oh, my goodness. There were also some, there were also some, uh, some bumps. And, uh, know thyself. You know? know thyself. I, I got a nice hoodie out of it. On, you did. From okay, so you, went, so you went to BGG This is the best con for playing board games. Okay. And it has a great culture for... Will you be the pod dad today? I am glad. Even though I am drinking, I'm actually... Yeah, drinking an alcoholic beverage for this taping right now. I'd like to add. Uh, I don't. I don't know what your dad's like, but that's per- 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 <laughs> perfectly fits my, my my memories. Great. So, okay, Trey, go on. It is the best con for playing board games. Yes. And part of that is the culture there, which is that it's not clickish at all. Like, if you want to mm. play a game, you can find people to play. They have these signs, like looking yeah. for a teacher, looking for player. Yeah. Either 
you know, a lot of times you go to certain cons and you're like, you're with your friends, and if some random person just came up and said, "Oh, you're playing that? Can I join?" You'd throw that might, you might that might feel weird. Yeah. yeah. At BGG Con, it's not. Right. We are by far the most cliquish people there. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, we I love would, that. We turn people away. I gotta sure. go, man. You, you know, this would be actually a problem for me. I'm, I'm really? actually not even joking because I actually do feel like. One thing that I really enjoy with board gaming with my friends is I love the banter. And if there's going to be someone I don't know whose banter is not going to be like the same kind of banter as uh, mine. And I'm not, I'm like being full, totally honest. Yeah, sure, sure. That's actually hard for me. And so I can imagine, you know, I'm all for like, oh, you meet friends, all that stuff is very nice. And I'm sure if I went, I would just put myself in that mentality. Mm-hmm. But, um, Sometimes I can get protective about my social space. Works and best for short, casual games. A little tough to just grab a rando for a four-hour game. Maybe start with like a, a Euro. start yeah. with like the casual games. Yeah. If you find someone that you banter well with, you're like, okay, now let's yeah. go play. Now let's go play that. Vital Asarda. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is, is like. I, I recognize enough people there. Like a lot of people from Los Angeles come out. Mm, so yeah. Like the people that I see at John Clare's playtesting group, slight humble brag there. Like yeah. I recognize those people. They have games. You play with them. You too, know, so. we're, we're playing, we're playing games pretty much every day and going out to dinner every other night with Candace. So yeah. we're, you know, we're hanging out with, with good peeps. Um, friend of the pod, Mark now, who was an, a guest on the pod, uh, for one episode, he hangs at, he's with it us. It sounds like you really brought time. new horizons, met a lot of new people. We, <laughs> I will say this, I will say this, Matthew Robinson. Um, when we went the last, when we went the last time in force before, before the pandemic, we wore the, uh, the, the game brain shirts Ooh. and we had probably five or six people that that came up and said game brain i love you guys that's right. awesome and, and i don't know why you connection. needed to wear the maga hat too though <laughs> that was probably a step too far the game you joke the game convention you joke but given where the look where the, oh, where the convention you would have probably is, been we're fine actually surrounded we are by in dallas from, we are just feet from where Dealey JF, Plaza. jfk jr will come back from the dead <laughs> it's gonna happen no, no joke the last no time joke. no joke the last time we were there the people that organized that whole thing yeah. and we're, we're camped out yeah. the organizers stayed in our hotel we saw yeah. them and yeah. and we went to went to lunch at this place that had a truck outside it that was oh my god it, 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 it was had, a trump trump truck it was wow. a it was a it was a, it was a q anon truck is well, what it was it, it, it not a single inch of it was not covered in some amount of slogans and and sayings mm-hmm. and things like that it was insane did they join you for arc nova uh no they did no. not no 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 they did not but th- this year so l- last time we had about six people come up to us this year Trey and I found correct me if I'm wrong Trey but every day people were coming up to us every Ooh, day awesome. lots and lots of people were like game brain love you guys we played were you uh, wearing the shirts yeah I, oh. I, I, I had I, I know I was wondering if we moved past the needing a shirt phase of celebrity <laughs> on our no. podcast yeah because no. our faces are everywhere yeah well you know. I, I have I have People four stalk. I have four shirts. The con is four days. I wore four. Uh, I wore it. I wore it every day. Sometimes I would wear four, a shirt. Four. Over you'd it. wear four the first day, then you'd shed one for, the, for the next just day. Pull it, pull it off in front of everybody. <laughs> um, I wore a, a cup, I was cold one morning, and so I wore something over it, and so you couldn't see what it was. Mm. And a guy said, 
I think I recognize your voice. Are you? Are you wow! Are you, yeah. Look at that game brain. Are Done. you Tom Vassell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are, you, are you Efka? No, here's, I don't even have an accent. What are you talking about? Like, sorry, I don't know I anything say, about this hobby. It, it here's, is, here's the problem with Demacher. I have to say, was that your Tom Vassell? Yeah, that was, that was weird. That was. I don't, no, no, nothing, no, no, you just do your own voice. Is fine. I don't think it was terrible. I don't have. I don't know if I've ever tried to impersonate another uh, content creator. Well, and I know, and I know on the 200th episode, we're gonna, we're gonna imitate all of them. Yeah. I don't know if I even can, but I will say it actually. Uh, I, obviously, this is building off your point. It has been really since we're having this reflective 200th episode. It has actually been really nice um, getting messages here and there, um, uh, you know, about like love game brain or whatever. I really enjoy that, and I especially enjoy actually the people who are like crossover from the from my other podcast watch what happens who appreciate game brain or people i get actually i'm getting i get response it wasn't even a like, subtle plug not no. subtle God. not subtle God. Hey, um, oh, wait, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry. I must have missed it. What's the name of the other podcast? Uh, the other podcast did? is called Watch for Crappens. It's available on all he platforms. He does not need our listener base. Uh, no, but no, but in all honesty, <laughs> our, our, our listener, <laughs> we are we are closing in on him. What it has been very cool has been uh, the people who are listeners of Watch for Crappens who then say, "Oh, but since I know like board games and everything, I got my husband uh, into listening to Game Brain oh, or things oh, like I that. See. We're the gateway drug. Gateway. Yeah. And some people have actually come up to me. There's There have been one or two people have come up to me at live shows for Crappens who have said, like, I know you love board games. So I went to a board game shop, which was very scary for me because oh, it was wow. very strange in there. And I asked them, <laughs> what do I get? A board, what do I get someone who loves board games? And people will give me little games sometimes. That's and I cute. actually think it's incredibly cool that people yeah. i don't know why you throw them right in the trash because they're garbage but like <laughs> you could just gift them to somebody who needs like you know i know you That's won't awesome. play munchkin it but is. someone will but no, it's been it really awesome cool to it's been cool to see that cross-pollination yeah because um, the the venn diagram of our show and your show um has it's four women's husbands <laughs> it is it's pretty small it is it is two circles completely type with with just the edge touching i yeah. tried i tried to move it forward but i actually i don't know if, did i ever tell you this that i engineered a giveaway of castell the board game castell at one of our that. live shows <laughs> and i was like this will generate interest in board games amongst real housewives listeners didn't really work but it was fun anyway I, I, did someone I say giveaway Ron, i love that ronnie let you do that go <laughs> ahead give away i had no idea what was going on well for our lovely 200th episode we actually have a gift for you, the uh. listener out there. Um, we have been graciously given a copy to gift to our listeners of a wonderful game, a game that we like. I believe, we have we reviewed it on this podcast yet? Or have we just talked about it? We have only talked about it so mm. far. The game is Soul, Last Days of a Star. Wait, we did review it. Of course I'm pretty we sure it. we did. Of course, I reviewed you it. You reviewed yes. it. We yes. like this game a lot. Love this game. This game's great. This game is this game is one of the weirdest, most different games of anything in, in, cool. in, in the collection. And every time I bring it out, it's like, what the heck is this? This is really interesting. Yeah. We... Uh, we, we, we love this game. We love games that play strangely and differently from other games. It's yes. rare we bring a game to the table and go, all right, there's, I can't compare this to anything. Listen up. This is a brand new teach. You've never played anything like this. And that's an awesome experience. Soul Last Day of a Star from Elephant Laboratories. Uh, one of the lovely people who works at Elephant Laboratories reached out and uh, said how much they love the podcast and so cool. uh, wanted to make sure that we had uh, uh, gotten our Kickstarter uh, copies soon, and where they were, and I told this person that we were absolutely. Many of us had backed the game, and we're excited for it. It's it's shipping very soon to backers, and they 
so kind of them offered a copy to give out to our listeners for our 200th episode. So is this a contest? I don't know. Technically, potentially. Um, But what we are going to do is ask people to email us with a single story. Yeah. A a paragraph, if you will. About why Twilight Imperium 4 (laughs) is the worst thing to happen to the board game hobby. No. Or the best thing. We want to know about your favorite around the table board gaming experience that you've had since this podcast started. Mm-hmm. since the year 2019 something that's happened in the last three years three four years that you have had that is a memorable gaming experience email us at contact at gamebrainpod.com and let's keep it short a couple yeah. paragraphs so something yeah. we could read out that's like, not a novel i would say one paragraph because one paragraph is, is good long on a podcast you're right you're right yeah, thank you ben. that's one why he's yeah. here he's yeah. a professional it, at one paragraph we will read most of them yeah, um, we'll we'll read, we'll we will read. run it through AI no. check. We will. We, 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 we did way back in the day. We did a we did a contest. We did a, a drawing a picture contest and and stuff like that. And we read all of them, and they were fantastic, mm. absolutely fantastic. We were blown away by it. So we're looking forward to this as well. So, so yeah. So email us at contact at gamebrainpod.com. I'm going to give this until let's say the first week of the new year. Let's give this. A, let's give oh, this. A, really? You about, think yeah. you think less? No, think? I think that's right. Or should we just that's say a, no, should we just good. say it has to be in by the end of by New Year's? Should yes, we just correct. say that? Yes. Okay. You gotta have it in by uh the thirty first at midnight. Uh I would I'm also gonna I'm gonna make an amendment. Yeah. Please. Which is that uh when you write your email, please put in the subject game brain contests. Because that way uh, when it comes time to look for submissions, it'll be you. easy for us to find it. And if you don't put in that subject, you are not guaranteed to be part of this contest. And also, we, I will we hate we hate having to sort through all the death threats to get to the con- <laughs> to the contest. And, and, and all the, the la- fan letters. The, the last thing, which is also very important, make sure that you write your email within the body of the email you send us, because it, it's being sent from a web page, not your email. You don't know how many emails I get from this from people that just say, "I have a question for you. Please get back to me." And we have I no don't know. Of, All no you gave me back. was the name Brian. I can't, that's not. I can't find you, Brian. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta tell us your email in the body of the email because uh, we didn't ask you for so, your email. Subject in. line: email. One paragraph. You have until December thirty first. Get going. We'll pick our favorite, and then the lovely people at Elephant Laboratories. Thank you very much, Zach, for reaching out to me. Will personally send you a brand new Kickstarter reprint. I think there's a lovely new insert in there. It's the same game it's, as the 2017 it's, version. It's fancier. Though. But it's yeah. a little schmancier. It's brand new. It, this game has been like this has been. If you wanted to get this until right now, it's been like hundreds on eBay. I think super I saw hard, like super hard two fifty yeah. three hundred bucks, and now it's going to be back available. And that's awesome because it's a great game. When people come into the the office to play a game with me for their first time, yep. and they go into the back room, I love to watch what they look at when they go over the the, the walls and and looking at the stuff because you can always tell a lot. And I remember vividly Ben's first time there and what he was picking out. He was like, "Ooh, Indonesia!" And he was like, "And you were like, oh, you were pointing at all these at, at all these games." And I was like, "This is a guy that knows this stuff. This is mm-hmm. a guy that knows this stuff." Candace, her first time in, the first game she mentioned was Soul. She goes, "Soul." Ooh. I don't know anybody that has. Yeah, that. hard to get. She was like, yeah. "Oh," and I was like, "Okay, this girl knows what she's doing." This is oh, awesome. yeah. Soul was a game that 
I had wanted for years and years. And it, like I, I thought when I was in stock, I was like, I'm, it was in like my, I should get this, I should get this. And I didn't get it. And then it went out of stock. And I was like, damn it, I missed it. And then I missed the Kickstarter. So I'm like, I you missed the Kickstarter too. <laughs> well, so I'm a disaster. But uh, right you can away, enter the contest, man. Ben, write a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, so that wraps up your BGG experience, right? Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for started. sharing about your Let's con. talk about all the fun games you played. Tell us about the experience that you, that you had. Well, so Start with start with tabletop. <laughs> this is we should have video. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the look of frustration. Okay, so first off, if you're listening to this podcast, you would love BGG Con, you know, because you're you're just playing board games, and one of the highlights is you get to play new stuff. They bring in games from Essen. Yeah, uh, that's the hot games room. I'm going to talk about some of the ones we we saw there. But another reason to go, for, at least for me and maybe some people out there too, is in the two days before the con, they have something called Tabletop Network, which was put together by Tim Fowers and Jeff Engelstein, um, which brings together designers and aspiring designers yeah. to talk about game design. Tim Fowers, you will know from Paperback, Burgle Bros, um, uh, games like that. Uh, I think uh, now boarding, now boarding was one of his. Yes. Mm-hmm. So games like that. Right. I mean, he's he's do, he's living the dream. He, he's making he a is. living as a designer. He's you know his it's games fun. are great. Um, I've known him for a long time from playtesting yep. here in, in Southern California when he was first getting started. But you know they have designer. We had some great presentations from Tim, Matt Leacock, Martin Wallace. James, James Ernest. Ernest. James Ernest. And yeah. like you really actually get to spend time with designers and talk to them and they will some maybe play test your games. And we had interesting discussions about various topics. James We're, Ernest had uh, an hour and a half to to spend. There were six of us at the table. He said, What should we play? I said, Have you ever played show manager? He had oh. never played show manager. Ooh. We had a blast playing show manager uh, with with James Ernest. James Ernest, by the way, did kill Doctor Lucky. He yep. was the original mm-hmm. cheap ass games guy. Um, the reason I never buy inserts Lords is, of Vegas. is mostly mm-hmm. Lords, of Vegas. Lords of Vegas. Yes, he did. Yeah, love Lords of Vegas. He's so a, he's a fun, you get fun to guy. you get to rub sh- elbows. That's the phrase I'm looking for. That's the shoulders. You get to rub shoulders, rub elbows with some of the great designers of our time. I, yeah. yeah, I just like breezed over Martin Wallace there. By the way, yeah. well, we shouldn't because we're coming back to Martin Wallace. <laughs> yeah. He's coming back. And it was the con of Martin Wallace. Coming, coming it was, it was a Martin it was a, Wallace a con. Yeah. All okay. right. Trey bribed him with a bottle of whiskey. A bottle of scotch. Ooh. Wow. That's a form of whiskey. Bottle of red. Let's. Bottle of red. It's, it's, bottle of red. I'm just Jim Beam. That's a form of a form of whiskey. Um, and uh, yeah, we we became we became buds with. Uh, I think I think I just can call him Marty now because I did. You entirely. did. Call, you did call him Marty. I just kept yeah, calling just, him Marty. With great power comes great responsibility. We yeah, got to play like, test. Um, Daimyo. 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 Which is is that not. Related to the other, there was a wasn't there a game called Daimyo yeah, like a I year ago? It. Yeah, Two yes. Ago? I hope it's not that. One. I don't believe it is. No. Okay. Um, this is this is kind of a sequel to Struggle of Empires. It's a little bit like Struggle of Empires in 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 many ways. Uh, it's hmm. you you are representing a faction that is uh, a clan that is is fighting for control of Japan during the feudal era, um, and much like Struggle of Empires, you're bidding for which alliance you were going to be in. And you can only attack the people in the other alliance. Uh, unlike Struggle of Empires, there is a uh, betrayal mechanism whereby you can choose whether or not you're going to come to the aid of the clans that are in your alliance or not. Um, yeah, so some some very interesting things. We had a very interesting play test of it. That was um, 
that was kind of okay. So here's the deal. It's called Daimyo Battle for Japan. There you go. An expansive historical samurai deck building game inspired by Shogun Total War. There you go. Um, so Martin Wallace is a famously crusty man. He is. He is. Um, picture Trey in twenty years. Mm. He is just going to be one of those. He is one of those guys that is that is always. He's you know, talking. dead. <laughs> Martin Wallace, <laughs> brutal, brutal. No. So here's the thing. What he was playtesting. I'm loving this dynamic. He's on Jenny's urn. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Um, he he brought out this this copy to playtest with us, but it wasn't his playtest copy. It was a copy that the publishers sent him that he hadn't looked at yet. Oh, okay. And they had made changes to the game. So as he's trying to explain the game to us, the, the, we keep coming up against all these things that we, we don't we don't have that, and where is this, and what is Sorry, that? What just, the, I have what, to get the, what, I have to get the laugh this? out because I watched Trey break a Trey? chip in half <laughs> and then eat it as if that was going to make it any quieter than broken it in half. He can't stop eating the chips. And it's, no. it's the funniest. Why do you think I'm talking over this? I'm just trying to keep this thing on the rails here. I'm um, the one. I'm the problem. A little yeah. bit. I'm the problem. Like a little You're the bit. Like no, a little it bit. was just a funny concept. Like if you break it in half and then eat it, it'll be quieter. <laughs> really so, wasn't thinking anything of the sort. So it's 9 a.m. and we're an hour into what's supposed to be the teach and play test of the game, oh, and no. we're trying, still trying to get to terms with what the game is because nothing is working right. Like things have been changed that Martin wasn't aware of. Right. Mm. He's not listed as the only designer of it, so other well, people probably uh, sure, are. sure, sure. He's getting a little flustered. And, you know, and so I decide, hey, let's just have some fun with this. Right. And so I start calling him Marty. And I said, don't worry, Marty, Marty, Marty. It's OK. Don't worry, baby. Okay. You okay. Gave, yeah, you gave him some Zerberts. Oh, my God. And <laughs> some Nuggies. I, I, I remember the very first game he ever designed and said, I haven't really. Have you done a lot? Because the only game I know of yours is and I named the very first game he right. ever, ever designed. Is, it, is this going to be like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, was it the one with the, the frog? Didn't he do a, a game with the frog? No, he had a company called the frog something. Uh, tree frog. Tree frog. Yeah. yeah tree yeah. frog games. And then war frog games as right, well. Right, right, right. Um, so anyway, giving them just guff constantly. The there's a the five five of us. So it is Mark now, Candace, me, Trey, and this other person. Mm-hmm. And the other person was laughing so hard because he was like, "Oh my god, what are these guys doing? They're like just they're 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 taking they're burning our bridge with Martin wow. like a, a little bit. So much guff. We were we we actually it, it was it was kind of a fun time in terms of a in terms of how a train wreck might go. To the point where he would explain a a rule or a mechanism, and somebody might not like the mechanism. I just have to say that. Just go go for it. I have to just go for it. Go for it, Tom. Go for it. Trey said, (laughs) and I quote: Ten minutes into the teach of the game, he goes, "Really? That's the mechanism? No. (laughs) This is where this is where I quit the game." He said that to Martin Wallace. Hundred percent. You know what? Good for you. Hundred percent. Said it as as a play test note. (laughs) This is the point in which I quit the game. Um, It was was an auction in which you everybody's bidding a ton of money. Oh yeah! And when you don't win the auction, you lose all your money anyway. Did you tell him about the time you had a similar reaction to his other design, Railways of the World? Was it Railways? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Where you almost quit in the in the opening auction there. 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We, we, no, we 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 told him. Oh no, Trey quits games ten minutes into the teach all the time. Yeah. This is this is a very hated brass too. Don't worry. <laughs> and once that happened, and we 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 came back down off of that ledge and kept on going with the teach, we were like, okay, let's just have some fun. So he'll teach a mechanism, and I'll say, oh, just like um, ticket to ride. And he just looks at me. <laughs> He's trying to figure out what what do I do? What how do I answer Trey, is that? This, is this reliving trauma for you? Not at all. It was actually it was what you bullied Martin the, Wallace. The proper context is like that a, little, actually, a little bit. I was quite friendly with Martin Wallace because he had been at Tabletop Network and we had gotten drinks mm-hmm. a number of times, and he had told me I was full of it a number of times. Maybe not even yeah. realizing he was talking about something that I had done. So that mm-hmm. was, you know, he drew first blood. Okay, and we were, and it was friendly, so it's it's not like he's he British. was a gash. He's yeah. British. Like, British people like, can handle that. Absolutely, no, Martin Wallace absolutely. is he's crusty. He can take it. Yes. Martin Wallace is. He a doesn't mean, care what you think. He is mm. a mean girl. And oh. mean girls respond very well to other mean girls. Mm. So we just mean girled them. Yeah, you're and a we regular a, Regina George. We had a really fun... We was, yes, yes. You still can't sit with us. No, 100%. <laughs> we had a great We had a great time uh, playing, a, playing a round of that game. Um, what else? So let's, let's talk about some of the games we played. Uh, Rats of Wistar was one of the very first games that, that we played. We played it with it was the three of us and a one new person named was it Philip? Anyway, I wasn't there. That's the oh, that's, new, right, that's there. the one I missed. That's the new Simone Luciani game. Yes, yes, right. It is. Uh, it is very good. It is fun. Ooh. It is interesting. It is. It does not feel like a Simone Luciani game. Um, I kind of am calling this year the year of the very good. In the sense that there is, like, with possible, with one possible exception, there is nothing that that has hit me this year where I'd be like, "Oh my god, that is so amazing!" I, I, I'm not, I haven't wow. fallen in love. Strong disagree. Wow. Yeah, that's me. But I, I have not fallen in love with anything. But I've liked a whole bunch of things, like very much. Like I, I, I've, I can name eight games this year that are unimpeachably good. Like I don't really have any criticism of them whatsoever, except that they, that I didn't fall in love with them. Mm. That's it. That's it. Rats of Wistar is one of those things. You play super intelligent rats that are. I keep thinking you're saying Ratso Rizzo. Rats of. Rats rats of Wistar. That's the board game. W-I-S-T-A-R. That's a reason. You are you are rats that are sneaking into a house and exploring that house. So it's got a, a it's like fantasy rats. Like uh, what, what? What's the it's like secret of Nim rats? No, yeah. everybody says no, it's not. But it's intelligent rats, right? Okay. Yeah, but there's no there's, there's no magic. There's no there's no swords. There's no swords. Okay. No, no. Nice what they do what they do do is you, you have invention cards. So you invent these contraptions and things using as household you do, ob- as using a rat. household object like a super intelligent rat. Um, you have there's a interesting rondel uh, action space. Mm-hmm. Where you're choosing your your king rats and where they're going to go and what actions they're going to unlock. Yep. Um, you have a body of other rats and which half or or third of the wheel they're on dictates the power of those actions. So there's a very interesting worker management aspect to the game. Um, but there is a lot of going exploring a space, flipping over the tiles, seeing what's there, and sometimes. Not being happy with what you find, so okay. um, so not a not as, as you, deep as some of those other. This games. is coming. Capstone ha- is going to be releasing this domestically in February. It's on their mm. website for pre-order right now. Are you going to be pre-ordering Rats? Of yes, I am going to be. I'm, I'm it's, gonna it's, be it's, it's, they're it's going to get your sixty bucks. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's a really interesting game. I'm not sure it's gonna it's it's gonna last forever for me, 
but I enjoy it very much, and I would like to play a lot more of it. I, I think it's really interesting. Can it's you make a rat king in the game? You said there are king rats, but can you make a rat king? Do you know about rat kings? I do know about rat kings. That's 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 disgusting, horrifying. But they're not with, but they're but no one, no one's ever seen one, right? They're not actually real. No, they are real. Hundred percent. Yeah, don't Google it. But uh, so he, Simone Luciani, uh, designed this with Danilo Sabia. He did not do this alone. Yep. And they've actually done a game already together, which was Anunnaki: Dawn of the Gods, which I believe is famously the game that was on Kickstarter, and then they pulled off Kickstarter, and then maybe went back on Kickstarter. So I have not played that yet. Yeah, uh, it, don't go in looking for a Simone Luciani game. Don't, don't look for the Mad Italians. What makes it not design. a Simone Luciani game to you? Um, I, I think the exploration mechanisms of it, it, it feels a little more um, middleweight. It, maybe the, the different aspects of it. It's more like Ameritrashy? Not really Ameritrashy, but in the sense that you are going. So here's the thing. You take an explore action. You can you you have a certain number of explore points based on how many of your fellow rats are in that one little section where you, when you activate it, um, one rat point will open a door. One rat point will move you move your explorer rat into another section. Okay. One rat point will flip over a tile that's in there and and reveal what what what, what they find in that room. Mm. A little bit, a little bit. And listen, there there's always a Scooby snack, so it's still you know so even though. My third rat point is just showing what's in that room. Other people are, can then go into that room and do what that room can do. I can't do that because I've already used all my points. But the act of flipping it, the act of opening that door, you're getting a you're getting a little reward. You're getting a little this, a little that, mm-hmm. a little a little thing like that. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel as um, as meaty as uh, a lot of their other games. Okay. So, but still, still getting your money though. Hundred percent. Okay. No, I, I think it's a very interesting game. The person. It is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Ray has I know, I know what Tom is saying about like the year of the very good because I think I came away from this of like there are some very good games yeah. from this year. I think I'm still got an open mind, as unlikely as that seems for me, that I could fall in love with any of these other three. And I'm because the other three meaning games you're about to games say. I'm about to mention. Okay. Then we can probably go into more detail here. But I think this group has played Cut and Horror. Mm-hmm. I think that's very good. I'm, that might be love yeah. for me. Like that's Pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm Could right this there be love? You. I'm right there with you. Couldn't horror for me is the closest to to reaching the next level for me too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Check Games was there. They had a booth. Uh, people had copies of that. So that was something that everybody could play. Like, yeah. We started off with a two player. I've now played four player yeah, a couple of times. Um, there's some really interesting stuff there like whether it'll actually be like a top 20 game at the end but like it's very good well that's a good sign if, if you're considering it yeah yeah that's say because even if it's not a top 20 game that's okay too it's still no it's, no no it's yeah. still very very it's good a very, it's it a is, top 100 guaranteed yeah. it is literally like a very very good game and i yeah I and think i've thought a lot about it. actually i think it's great i would say it's great that's what i'm saying like it it's, I find myself thinking about it, uh, especially like the uh, the market system in the game. I think it's, it's like nothing I've it's seen. It's smart. It's clean. Before. It's um, just, yeah, it's, it really is. It's, there's some interesting dynamics with the other players while you're uh-huh. playing it. it. It's still like good strategies completely eluding me, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, did fine in the game yesterday, but but it's it's not like some games are like okay, I know what to do now. It feels there's some weird. It's, also, it's so push clean. It's so clean. Like do we I need think to say what this is for people. Um, sure, Matt, you have the if you want to pull check the game stats edition. on it. So it's check games edition, but the idea is that. This is Cutnohora, it's what, a City of Silver? It's an yeah, actual it's city. Cutnohora, the City of Silver, which is an actual city in, in Czechoslovakia, I believe, right? Am I mm-hmm. correct on that? That's right. It's our second... It's part of the Czech, Czech Republic. It's Czech one Republic, of two so. major 
Essen or Essen time game set in Bohemia. Oh no, the other one's Saxony. Sorry, apologies. Take it all back. But this is a you. Ben loves city builders. This is, I think, a city builder. Yeah, and these are from from S. three yeah. new designers. Uh, <clears throat> here I take a stab at their names: Andre yeah, Bystrun, Peter Kaslava, and Pavel Jarosh. Uh, and it is very a very interesting economic. Well, it's a, I don't know if I'd call it an economic game. It is a game with a very interesting sort of three D market in mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, a dynamic market. A dynamic that market. At, you know, there are like five different resources in the game, and as you produce more of them, like you've increased the supply of the goods. Mm-hmm. Like it's all supply side, where you mm-hmm. increase the supply of certain goods, so you're getting income from making these goods. But when you've increased the supply, the price goes down. Right. As the city gets bigger, the prices go back up because there's demand. And so, like as you're build, you're both building out a city. Mm-hmm. You can kind of score points for how you connect your buildings within the city. Um, that's maybe like the least interesting thing about the game. Uh, but you're also like building out a mine. Mm-hmm. And so you have these like two different things of like how well are you developing the city as a group? How well have you, how extensively have you developed the mine as a group? And then you're profiting from like what have been your specific contributions to the right. city in building it. Right. And I think that for me, what I have really appreciated about the game is like, it's a little bit of an economic game. It's a little bit of a city builder. It's a little bit of whatever's going on in the mines. It's like a hand management game. It's sort of like a lot of little things. But this is one of those situations where you could, some games you say, oh, it's a lot of thing, a lot of little things. And it's not, it's, there's no innovation. But here it feels like they took the building blocks of, of, of several different systems and wove them all together in a way that is extremely clean and everything works very well together and everything uh, is like fascinating the way they work together. And I just feel like I've seen so many games that try to weave so many systems together and try yeah. to make them all work. And cause they don't naturally work. There's a lot of like rules overhead to kind of make that work. And I don't mind rules overhead, but like when you can see how forced something is, it can be a little annoying. And here it just is so silky smooth yeah. that I'm just like massively impressed. And it's just a touch over middleweight too. It doesn't even feel that heavy to me. Like what, it doesn't take and, that long either. No. Yeah, yeah, when you're learning the rules, you think like when I, when I, when I, when I learned the rules, I was like, Oh, this is a heavy game. But then when you play it, it, it just, it's, it's, it's perfectly middleweight. It's a 3.3 yeah. on BGG. And I'd say that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those, those two card holder slider things, take care of all of the economic calculations for you. You don't mm-hmm. have to do anything, and that right. really reduces the rules overhead. I'd mm-hmm. like to see an 18xx try to use that market. I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it has this really dynamic market system, which is actually like this series of cards that's almost yeah. like an algorithm in the way that as the city grows versus how much of a certain good has been produced, it changes the prices. That's interesting. I'm sure it'll be duplicated. I want to rip it off mm-hmm. in a design. I'm 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 thinking about the other thing that I'm not sure I've kind of seen before is it has this guild system mm. where there's what is it uh, six guilds in the game or I think so yeah yeah there's six guilds in the game and mm. you are only going to be able to build buildings of three of those types yeah and so you and nobody's nobody lines up identically it's generally you share one of these guilds with one other players but um, it creates this weird thing where like I'm never going to be able to build. A tavern. I can't build beer. I can't build food, but I can make. I can mine silver, and I can create permits. Yeah. And and it creates these interesting like mini alliances or mini rivalries between well, players, where you kind of have the opportunity to cooperate or not. There's a really clever thing with these guilds, yeah. which is that 
So you or I guess in a two player game, it's there. You don't actually it's like you have a guild and no one else has it. But in, in like a four player game, like if Trey and I are both the people that control the wood guilds. So there are four wood buildings that can be built over the course of the game. And every time you build one of these buildings, you you basically unlock something on your player board, which can be ex- extremely valuable. And you also improve your income. So you are motivated to build these buildings and you want to build them quickly because there's only four. And if like, if I don't build a building, Trey may build a building. That's one fewer opportunity I have to build this building and get all this important stuff off my player board. But as you build these buildings, if you, if you sort of spam the board with these buildings, so you can get all the benefits from your player board, the price of wood actually plummets because you've created a huge amount of supply of wood in this example. And so by having the price of wood plummet, it makes it easier for everyone else at the table to build buildings because wood is important for that. And your income is like, it has all these interesting effects. And I absolutely love a game that um, gives me a push pull experience. Yeah. You know, I feel that that's something I feel in Iki. It's something I feel in Concordia, you know, I, Praga Cap at Regni. I know you guys don't love it as much as me, but but that game has a lot of push pull in it. Like I love games that really lean, lean into it, and I think the Cut of Horror does that really well. Yeah, I mean, we'll be doing a full review of it in no time whatsoever for yeah. sure because we're we're it's it's exciting the, hitting the table every day pretty much. What was the other game that you were going to? Yeah, the two games. Apiary. Yeah. Um, shall I talk about Apiary? Yeah, Space Bees coming to your world. Um, it is. <laughs> It is. A, 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 it is a. It's what it is. It's it, that's what the game is. It literally is. This is from Stonemaier Games. It's designed by Connie Vogelman. Um, it, it, it's it, coming in at a weight of two point eight one. Plays one to five players, sixty to ninety minutes. It yeah, medium weight game. Very 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 middle weight. I would say that that the decision space in the game is heavier than what that what that weight is. Yeah, it but, seems low. But the the. The ability to understand how the game is played is fairly simple. Um, it's got a touch of uh, village to it mm. in that you have your bees. You have four worker bees that are essentially your 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 player pieces. And they start off on numbers one or two. And they go up to four. And then when they hit four, they die. Mm. You level up your bees. And you level up. You, so you're leveling up bees. And the more you level up the bees, the bigger, more important actions you can take. Like with Zulkin those, a little. Not Zulkin. Uh, Teotihuacan. Yeah. A little bit like Teotihuacan as well. Um, there are about five <laughs> locations on the main board that you can place your bees. One is to build buildings uh, in on the on your uh, your player board. Um, one is to use the huge uh, mother bee to explore new worlds and uh, unlock the benefits space of those bees, worlds. You're exploring new worlds. Exactly. Coming to your world! Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> there's a song in it. It's you, fine. You, dude, so trust you're, me, you're once, once you play it, you will be singing You're building out your that. own hive. Like yes. You have your own individual player board hive where you're filling it out. Space hive! Space hive! <laughs> yeah. See? I can't Each, help it. It's, it's there. It, you have an asymmetrical power with your with your particular hive. Asymmetrical bees! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it is. And you actually cycle through these bees. You know, and over the course of the game, you'll have like 10 different bees. And they when they actually level up and... What do they say? They re- they don't retire. What do they? Does do? this game have a lot of buzz? They, they, but they they go dead bees. They, yeah, there are they're, 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 actually dead bees. Are how you there are dead bee tokens. Story. There are little dead this, bee tokens. That's how it's like village, right? Remember when okay. you you took sure. the villagers and you took a plot yeah. in the in the cemetery in the, in the, the good cemetery in this. 
Yeah. No, it was actually. The, it was, ain't never it coming in the, back. It was in the I town ledger. I know how loud that is for people because I'm sitting across from you and it hurts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, have, I have the earphone. I have the headphones on. It's okay. Okay. We're not. We're not. So you so you kill the bees and then the bees give you points for being dead. You yeah, that ends up determining some of your end game scoring there. So just like in real life, it actually it's very snappy, which is like on your turn you're you're placing a bee. Mm-hmm. You're, either, you're either placing a bee or you're pulling all your bees back, and that's actually when you yeah. pull your bees back. Hey, we've seen this in other games. That's when all of your buildings produce. You start off you with know, a map buildings. that has your worlds on it that you are adding things to 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 expand it. You can then expand those maps and make them bigger and, mm-hmm. and these and are make colonizer things. bees. These are colonizer bees. That's why they're bees. space bees. Is, that's what bees it's like do. When you have a coloni- you know, a colonization game, put it in space so it's not offensive. I guess. Yeah, that's well, bees. Is this a game you will be purchasing? I don't know. I'm kind of on the I'm kind of on the fence about it. I will say this: I had a really fun time playing it. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a it's, it's a very it's very good, and it's super breezy. It's it's like it just moves. No, it's already. It I guess it's already available. I guess you could buy it right now on Stonemire. Wow, seventy yeah. dollars. Seventy dollars. Seventy bucks for the space bees. That's nice, a lot of money for bees. Some nice components, though. Yeah, no, it looks gorgeous. I mean, it, it's Stonemaier. I mean, Stonemaier. There's a floor. Like any game that comes up with Stonemaier is pretty good. Let me, isn't be, it? Let, yeah. me be, let me be clear. It just look good or is good? Is good. No, you they definitely look good. Okay. Okay. What what Stonemaier game are you trashing here? Well, name the Tap- last Stonemaier game that's Tapestry. Tapestry is the only one I've liked. I, I mean, I didn't even play Expeditions. Pendulum. I Pendulum. I actually Pendulum was kind of unplayable. I, I actually enjoyed Char- Charterstone. I enjoyed Wingspan. No, yeah. I said Wingspan. the last oh. Wingspan was is probably Wingspan my favorite game that they've ever put out. Yeah, Wingspan and Viticulture are mine from that. Right. This is yeah, this is a good Stonemaier game. I will say it. A hundred percent is a good Stonemaier game. Okay. I think this batting record his record is very good. Actually, yeah. Yeah, they make they make solid games. We totally like Libertalia. I will tell that you, game's I, fun. Let me let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Let me tell you who is going to like Apiary quite a bit. Ben Mandelker. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Okay. I 100. I 100 think that you're going to like it a lot. Well, in that, in that case, I'm excited to try it because you like games with very different Beats. themes. Mm, you, no, you like you, no like Cosmic Frog and games like that. Like you like you appreciate I don't very, like Cosmic Frog. No, I know much. you oh, yeah. I know you don't, but you said when you were talked about why you didn't like it, you said something on the order of it should be something that I like because I like things when when a designer yeah. gets kind of funky and tries different things. I yeah, just yeah. didn't end up liking that. I think that. you're going to like it just because of all the other games you mentioned that you hate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. how no. you're going to like it. You, you said that and I realized that that's true. Like the, the, well, a, lot of, a lot of the games that you really end up liking are games that, that if you tried to pitch it, it wouldn't make any sense. Well, listen, the game has a lot of buzz. I'm hearing from <laughs> the hive mind. <laughs> I'm hearing from the hive mind. Come for the space bees. Listen, I don't want to bump about this anymore <laughs> uh, wait what was the third game do we have a were... sting for this next section <laughs> well i'm supposed to be the curmudgeon here and i'm telling you it's very good no so, i i uh, no, i believe you guys oh, were the you tray guys has spoken one, th- one thing um that was very interesting is i played it uh five player in which case it was this fast race where yep. y- you know it, it you know it, it stayed short but it, it definitely felt like this mad dash. And then when mm. we played it three later on, you actually got to, we got to develop our strategies out and it, do it was, more of the things that the game seemed to promise. In, it was a know, more tactical strategic game at three. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the asymmetrical powers kicked in more. You like developed more of your board, which. So you liked more it more things. at three. I just thought it played differently. I thought okay. that was very interesting how yeah. differently it played at five than three. Um, but the game was probably the same length regardless. Yeah. Okay. So, and by the way, 
how many games these days are playing five? Very few. Very few good ones. So yeah. what was the third one? The third you're... one um, will not surprise you. Is just Evacuation yeah. is a game that I've only played once, but like I may love that game. Can we like play it that, tonight? Absolutely. I have not played it yet, and I have my own my copy right there. It's and really good. It. That is what we're doing. Okay. I have okay. to say, I've, that is I've, what we're doing. I've played it. It's the main game I'm excited to play that I haven't played. I played it three times, and each time it's sort of like a different module thing. The only time I, I did also promise Ben we'd play Nucleum tonight. Oh, no, no. Which we, which I don't know why is not on your number one of your best games of the year list. That's well, it's crazy. We're not, we're not talking about our best games of the year. We're talking about the games that we played there that are new. No, but Trey was saying oh, no, his, but I'm down he, to nobody even mentioned it. I'm done to play it. No, we, we're talking about the... I'm going to give it another chance. It's incredible. I mean, like, I no. I think it could easily be a classic. Did, did you hear what I said? I think when I, when I said game. I think there's one game that I that I probably will... That was the one? Loving, 100% no oh, okay, I didn't know. No, 100%. Also, what about Age of Innovation? What about Grand, Great Western Trail in New Zealand? You're well, insane. Just, this is an incredible year. No, I, I, I think those... You're I, wildly insane. This is maybe the best year ever in board games. Would you, would you like putting it, a flag is, on that. I do would think you, it's Would you like year. to get into it? Because I'll get into it, mother. I actually... You know what? Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Um, I kind of agree that this is a year of very goods, but I feel like the very goods are so very good, and we have a lot of very goods, as opposed to last year where I thought there were a lot that were fine and some, and there were like one or two excellents hits last and, year, but mainly misses. a lot of fines. And yeah. I think I would prefer a year with a lot of very goods because honestly, like I think Nucleum is like is like really really good. That yeah. could be great. I've only played it once. I was two players, so I need to get like a full thing. I think Evacuation is actually pretty great. I think yeah. um, Cutting a Horror is pretty great. I think um, I like Age of Innovation, even though like like the world of Terra Mystica is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, and right. I'm I feel like mm. I, I haven't played. You know, and I'm not trying to like actually guilt you guys on this, but I haven't played White Castle or Horseless Carriage. White and I Castle's think I would great. actually really not, enjoy them both. Yeah. We're, you know? we're never playing those games. I know. I get that feeling. <laughs> we will never. Um, and there were some. There were some others that came out that that have been just like really wonderful. You know, I love. I, I White Castle is on my, is on that uh, is on that level for me of mm-hmm. truly truly excellent games. No question. Yeah, and I think that I don't know if the I don't know if the Rich and the Good counts because it's technically a game from 2007, but it's the first time we played it's, it. We played it. Right, but I that's played the Rich and the Good. Yeah, and I think I like that it. game, it basically is a new game because it's never been released stateside. Sure. I think that game is actually an amazing game. And uh, that we, one is, that one's an excellent game. For we me. played it. Did we play it twice, Trey? I think we did because we played one and it was like, wow, that was weird. The, the the stocks just kept getting higher. And then we played it again and the same thing happened. You, so you played it at, at BGG? We played Con? it at BGG. Yeah. Con, oh, wow. Because. Yeah, was a game I could teach and wanted to play it again. Mm-hmm. How was that for you the second time? The first time, the three of us played with Paul. Uh, how was it? The- yeah, I really – well, I didn't screw it up as badly as my okay. first play where I just set myself up to be creamed on turn one. <laughs> okay. So you know, I did learn a little bit there. Yeah. But, no, it's very enjoyable. I mean, I think we, we kind of looked at the cards at the end and, and wondered if the balance of the cards might be a little bit off, like having played it a few times now, because it's just – there's too many pluses versus the negatives in a sense, you know. the It is it is definitely one of those games where your your play experience will vary. Like sometimes just the way the cards come out, it will be a an escalator up pretty much with, right. with relatively little down – and that is going to have a suboptimal play experience in comparison to the roller coasters that can happen in the game. So, yeah. and that's just and that's just the luck of the draw, and that's just the way it's going to go. Sometimes, it's 
it's not something great about the game, but it is part and parcel of when you come up with such a very simple stock market system, occasionally yeah. it's going to have an, a little I've, issue to it. I have found that every single game of it, um, there has been like games where the everything stays really low the whole game. There's some where everything stays really high, some that have the 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 up and down. Yeah. But every single game has had like really fun, tough decisions yeah. and a lot of really fun talk around the table. And then when it all comes down to it, when it's like the revealing how much money is in the charity and who's going to be eliminated is always a super fun moment. And oh, there's yeah. always a big reveal and laughter. And and uh, I just think it's actually like a really like phenomenal. It's super elegant. One hour yeah. to 90 minute game, depending yeah. on how much crosstalk there is. The, the Yeah. The, the charity aspect of the game is a Reiner Knizia classic, right? Like very like, like half of his games in the late nineties, early to early two thousands were had that mechanism where, Hey, and you won if you did this, unless mm-hmm. you were the person that had, that is the lowest on this one thing that <laughs> did you pay attention to that? Right. Well, I do almost put this in the same category as something like modern art. Yeah, yeah. If you it's know. in that space or high society or. By the way, know. we played the we played the blinged out modern art. Oh, the like the, the actual with, artist yeah. with the actual yeah, yeah. actual modern yeah. artists where you're you're you know you're you're de- dealing with Van Gogh et cetera et cetera with Klimt, yeah. with a it was actual paintings a, that you're bringing up to the ooh, table the real ones. there is full a, size there is an actual gavel and an actual wooden thing for the gamble, gavel to be gaveled on. I absolutely loved it. There is a little wooden easel that yes, you put the I art on. A little easel. I want that so bad. Like I don't. You know me. I don't. I don't care about the bling. Like put it in a paper bag. I don't care. I want this. Mm. I want this bad. While you guys were just talking, I bought Space Bees. Space Bees. <laughs> Wait. Can I? May I talk about some games in my I, cart? <laughs> um, may I talk about a game that some some games that I played also? Were sure. There, were there other games from BGG Con that you Let were excited about? Let me do one about? more BGG do, okay, um, one plug, more, just because I had I had the kind of experience that. Um, just makes me super excited that occasionally happens at cons, which you're, you're wandering around. Trey the did dealer peyote hall. for the first time. That wouldn't be a first <laughs> time at all. Um, but I'm wandering around the dealer hall, and you you're coming across different booths, and you have a lot of people that are first time designers that are trotting out their game, and that's often can be really sad. You yep. know, like it. You know, like there's we some, have the Metstrategicon, right? There's a lot the, of those guys that are there the, every year. The four player oh chess that, game. The four player chess guy. It's been there forever. There. Oh my god, it kills me. There was no, a it's beautiful. There that's, was a I think that's beautiful. That. Do you really? Yeah, he that, he believes in his dream, and he is. He's been he, pursuing it for three decades now. Yeah, bless him. He enjoys it. Yeah, does he though? He's not being forced. He's like, obviously loves it. He has a dream, but that's. <laughs> but then <laughs> I love. By the way, here's Ben Reed. He has a dream. You know who I feel sorry for. The person who sees him every time and thinks in their head, boy, I have a game I wish I'd bring here, but I don't have the courage to. There you go. That's oh, who makes me sad. Because it's not the, the guy dragging his ass out with his game every year, year after year. 12 years is going to be the year to everybody. that Poker Dice takes off. Yes. And it, poker it is, Dice is, is finally right going to happen. Next to you when you said that. Why are you 12? I, uh, Why? Yeah. Why would yeah. you say that with him right here? But so. I found a game from a new designer that's... I thought was awesome. Looks very good. Looks really good. And how did you just, how did you just have all the games? What, how did this? Well, AI test, you know, just, but I mean, I'll, I will stop and play games 
Okay. Like that's a hey, with new designers. Let's try it out and yeah. uh, you know map map and, and move on and quickly. Wind farms. You look at it from a distance and you're like, ooh, what is this? Let me play. Anyway, this game. the, the game's called Huge Honking Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just got immersed, immersed in that immediately. The game's called it's Naked dex- Lady Worker Placement. It's a dexterity game. <laughs> the game is called K Caloria. We need to work on that. I'm going to need a spell, a spelling on that. A lowercase K, then Caloria, like calorie. But Not cal- helping me. Caloria. Here. Oh, I see. One word. One word. Uh, this is from Matthias Bowman. This is a uh, Texas designer. And the idea behind this game is that it is a food chain game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a $20 game where you have to buy a kit for every player. And it's a set of hexes. Um, and the idea is you can play up to four players with each person having their own. We're having like own... an ASMR <laughs> podcast today. Trey, why are you pouring a soda while you're doing this? Like, I don't understand. It is like the loudest soda pour of all time. And then, continue, sorry. So, K. So Caloria. It's kind of like dominant species, but it's actually educating people about ecosystems and the way that different things interact and you're placing tiles on a board and cubes and in order to kind of support the hot you know the different parts of the food chain you actually have to link it up so that you know like plankton is supporting fish which Mm. are being eaten by you know omnivores which are being eaten by humans like it's it's kind of this you know elaborate thing that you're being you're laying out on a on a table and then you start to interact with other people's environments as you as you play the game. So the whole thing is kind of like this hex set um you know, that, that you play with cubes but it, it looked really interesting and this was themed as the East Piney Woods edition I think which is East Texas idea so like armadillos are a thing mm. um you know you- and the got no more food cuz the climate no good que coloria what is happening i don't where did that come no. from i don't know anyway i <laughs> think this is going to come out in kickstarter this year i don't think they have specific plans yet but you can play this game already on uh, tabletop simulator you can play this game on tabletopia mm. if you want to check it out que I love that you're you're bringing to light a game from just a guy at a or just a person at a convention with their game. I I, I think I would love to hear more about that. And I think the art of this is giving splatter. Mm-hmm. It's giving yep. it's giving some very cool handmade garage smartness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it looks very. Cool. When I see I'm a designer it. by themselves at a table at one of these things, I try to avoid eye contact. I so like I an interesting name. I do think this is a tough one because. Any, if you tell the game to anybody, you're going to need to spell it for them. And then even yeah. then you have to tell them there's no space between the K Caloria. It's just, it makes it a tough game to search for. The branding is a little bit of a challenge, but uh, I like, I like a strange name. Yep. I'm wondering, I'm probably just missing something here because actually the, if I would you just look, if you look the at the hexes, I would just make it Caloria maybe. It may be like it's Latin because I think on the hexes, they're actually doing the scientific names for everything. So that's the one way in which it's, it's language independent. Sure. And so that maybe this is Latin for. Who am I to give any notes? But the, the first thing I thought of, I had, yeah. to, I had to take Trey's piece of paper in order to type it into BGG. Even Either after way, it very, cool, very cool, Trey, that you actually were not yeah. being like a board game snob and you actually did take the time to like do this and, and discover something. And now we get to talk about it on the podcast and hopefully Matthias bring, Bowman aware, bring awareness to designer, it. So, I, you know, I would, cool. I would like to, yeah, try yeah, and you can game. go find a print and play of it right now. If you want to try it out or you can play it on yeah. tabletop simulator or tabletopia. By the way, speaking okay. of splatter, um, something that I'm very excited about. I texted you guys. Is oh, wait, that we're not done with BGG con yet. Oh, Oh, is oh. there another song? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, something that's really cool is that 1830. Your, er, 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 uh, which is kind of like a splattery 
H&XX game is what long out of print is getting a reprint by All Aboard Games. Love it. Uh, it is available for pre-order now and only this month on the All Aboard uh, website. This is not an ad, but um, it's very cool because now, it's it's like 18xx, but it has some funky stuff going on with rivers and reservoirs. And um, Yoris and Yaron famously are huge 18xx fans. Always, this is their always 18xx. Have been, and this is their one time. Yeah. Now, I I think this is a really cool piece of board gaming history. I I. I and I, I feel like I've been negatively influenced by some of the 18xx forums and stuff because I've never really heard a positive thing about this. That could just be very the 18xxers are very negative to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Some of them can be, and they're very uh, afraid of change. And this yeah. is clearly a strange I watched version the, of it. I watched a playthrough right on heavy cardboard because I, I first heard rumors of this. I actually, it was because of our Discord. <laughs> by the way, shout out to all the people on our Discord. About 200 that episode, we have to talk 200, about 200,000 people on our all Discord. the people that are constantly. <laughs> having great conversations seriously but, we, we have a very active discord yeah, that absolutely. is co- constantly popping our facebook all also gets some gets a bunch of posts yeah. uh, all the time it's amazing we thank you guys discord so much discord's where it's at though i had first heard about this through some discussion on our disc- on our discord so i watched the playthrough on heavy cardboard i thought it looked super cool that's awesome it's like mainly 18xxy but it's got it's different too and so i am really excited i put in my order for it last night oh, as yeah. well as an order for 21 moon which yeah. is I'm surprised a, you hadn't already backed that. I was surprised too. So uh, <laughs> I just keep on buying these games. I have a stack of 18 XX. Did you games. get 18 Svia? I did not. Which is like their little. It's like a fast game, I think. Right. You know what? But here's the thing. I don't like. I don't need a fast. I don't need a fast game. I want like a. You know, if it's a good, if it's good, I will. I will yeah. get it. But I'm happy with. It's a, just an 18 XX that plays in one hour. Not okay. many of those. We'll see. So uh, 21 Moon is really cool. I played that. Uh, I they played- all play in one hour, Pat. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all you play. <laughs> if you do it correctly. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to give that shout out. Not, not a shout out. I wanted to give. I want to let the audience know, since there is a limited window in which yeah. you can get the pre-order all for All Aboard that. Games. Uh, all like- dash aboardgames.com. And, and there's some other great games. All Aboard Games there. makes everything they've made has been very high quality. Oh, they, are, they are the premier 18xx publisher, in my opinion. And you should check same, out, if same. you are someone who's into 18xx, you should check out their website because um, there are some titles that are going to be like when it's gone, it's gone. 18 West is going out of print and he's literally going to destroy the leftover copies because he's been trying to sell it. And so if you, this is your last chance. To Sounds get like a real titles. keeper. <laughs> I bought it. I just keep selling it, Ben. Keep selling. Um, <laughs> he's going to destroy them because they're worth more to him yes. in the trash than in his warehouse. Well, sometimes do you remember, do you remember when Atari appreciate. took all of those copies yeah. of, of E.T. E. and yeah. just buried them? Yeah. I have a copy of that game. It's the only way they became valuable. Okay, so for actual plays, um, <laughs> a game that I would like to talk about, uh, which I know you played, Matt, and I've I've actually also played Septima. Mm-hmm. Yep. From Mind Clutch. Did you play that also? No, I haven't played it yet. Um, so I uh, famously, and I say famously as if people are like, oh, Ben is always, always does Classic, feels this way. <laughs> like famously in my own mind. I have really not connected with a lot of Mind Clash's stuff. I think Voidfall is Same. fine. Okay. Okay to fine with some good stuff. I, I actually really liked Anachrony, but everything else I really disliked Even Drakarian. Drakarian? I only played it once and I thought it was fine but I had a bad rules teach yada yada I gotta come we'll, back we'll, to it we'll yada, 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 yada 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 because I think to me 
Chukarian is in a different league than the rest of yeah. the, their I, I enjoyed it. It's a it big a, ask. It's it's a lot. But it was I, I was given yeah. the rules were messed up, so everything was, you know, whatever. So the point is I'm not drawn to Mind Clash. I do not see Mind Clash and then I don't like lose my mind. So uh uh but I you know, Jordan busted out Septima uh recently. Yep. And I was like, I've been trying to be in more of like a Zen place of being like more chill about the games I play. I cool. found that I was getting myself way too wrapped up in like, well, I don't want to play this game. And therefore, blah, 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 you know, and so I felt like, you know what? I'm not interested in Septima whatsoever. Right. It's mind clash. But you know what? Have fun with it. So uh, we played it. I actually enjoyed Septima quite a bit. I'm actually surprised. I, I thought it was quite fun. I felt like the the app descriptor is quite fun i don't think it's something i will buy i don't uh, know anything about it so, so it's a game where uh witches. covens witches. covens witch hunting and which by the way this should witch segue hunting. into the other coven game that we played Ooh. you and me and well, paul and jordan even fall oh even fall yeah, yeah, yeah um so this is a coven you're you have a coven and you're moving around a map and you are he- trying to heal people with like you're just doing lots of witchy things and you're killing people, but then the people get suspicious of you. And then there's like witch trials. Um, it's this, a contract fulfillment game. Like it is very yeah. much a get resources, fulfill contracts, right. get resources, fill contracts with this thing where you have to be careful because the more contracts you're filling, the sort of the more wanted you become from the witch hunters and they're moving around the board and they get up in your business and then, and then they can put you up for trial and you can actually lose all of the victory points you've been sort of going for to a certain Mm -hmm. extent, or at least a chunk of them. If you get actually caught. So there's a little, there's, there's some interesting stuff. Yeah, You're like moving around a board and I played it's drop dead. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I love the art. Yeah, uh, although in low light, it can be a little hard the map, to see. Yeah, it's one of those maps that you look at and you go, is this even a map? It doesn't, and then it's when somebody gorgeous. explains the rules to you, you're like, oh, I see how this is a game. But yeah. it just looks like a piece of art at there first. Was, not like a, it doesn't look like a traditional map. There's some like Concordia elements. You play cards and you play cards. Uh, one, uh, you know, And then you, you pull them all yeah, back. Yeah, it has that cut in a horror thing of like you have a handful of cards and you can only play a few of them. And like those are your actions. Exactly. And we played, uh, there's, I guess, an expansion that's included where you can like turn into an animal. There's and many modules, which, yeah, is, so very, which a, is an annoying thing that, that might be. One thing that is interesting about the, the, it's actually, I think it speaks volumes about the game. I played it two weeks ago, or maybe it speaks volumes about my brain that um, when you said it's a contract fulfillment, I literally can't remember the contracts. I'm like, I don't even remember that there were contracts, but I, I trust that they were there. There was something, there's something a little generic about the game to me and that it was like very fun. Once it was done, it was like out of my brain. But uh, one thing that I was surprised about with the game was that there were moments of like delight I was shocked that this game from from Mind Clash had many hilarious, delightful moments. Because one aspect is that if if everyone chooses the action they're going to play at the same time, and everyone reveals, and if two people decide to do the same action at once, you get like a bonus, you get like a boost, like it's good. But yeah. you also get suspicion, and so what will happen is every time you reveal your cards and it's like, Oh my God, you chose the same action. It's like, yay! you actually like, there'd be like moments of cheering. And I was, we were playing with uh, Jason friend of the podcast, Jason. And several times Jason and I kept on choosing the same action and Jordan, Jordan was doing his own thing. So Jason and I were constantly like slapping five and it was this like kind of funny thing. Like, Oh my God. It's like a game where you don't want to follow. It's the opposite of like, you know, uh, glory to Rome or something where you want to have played the same card other people have played or like, right. well, but, or, but uh, this race, is, race for the galaxy. Yeah. You want to play like you have an action card and if you play the same 
MasterCard as somebody else, it shines a light on you and the bad guys come for you. But you also so you get don't, benefits. You, want, you have to think about what you can play that you think no one else will play. But right. you do get some benefits when you both play it. But I found... So situational. Well, I found mostly I was really not wanting. And I found I was. And I thought what was interesting was there'd be discussion of like, you want to do this? You want to do this? Let's do this card together. And yeah, like you, you could, could also deceive it. someone. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm totally going to do it. And you play a different card. So Which I, is what you do in a coven. Yeah, yeah, it's very witchy. So I, right. I actually, I enjoyed. It. I also, I also thought it was an interesting counterpoint to the old classic, um, uh, the Alexander Fister game that won Room Service, where it's the same thing where you take your courageous action versus your cowardly action, and if right. you, someone else has the courageous action, you don't get it. Right, right, right. So here, it's actually it felt like that's actually, actually a really good comp. Yeah, that's true. And it, like in that game, if you overlap. It's terrible. But in this game, I found that if you overlapped, it was actually good. It's funny to, to me that you say you don't want to follow because I actually oh, enjoyed maybe the that was Yeah, I mean, that could just be first game, not understanding um, things. Either way, I thought it was actually a really good game. I really enjoyed it. I was really wrapped up in it. I think for me, it was one of those things where uh, once it was done, I didn't feel like I wanted to go back in and explore more. The way I do with Katnahora or uh, uh, Evacuation, you know, I felt like that was fun. I was like set. You can leave it there. Yeah. yeah. But it was really yeah. fun. I think anyone will be very happy to play I it. am a huge Mind Clash fan. Yes, you are. I like all their games. I adore Voidfall. Mm-hmm. I, I still love it. I think it, I think it's a two-player game or a three-player game at yeah. most. But I love it at two or three. Um, I really did not like my one play of Septima, mm-hmm. um, which is really did not enjoy it. Um, I think my, I had different expectations. This was sort of billed as their lighter game. Like a little bit. It's absolutely not. The teach is a (laughs) fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like I was so exhausted after the teach and it was just like, and then there was just modules. Like I just, I'm allergic to modules. I don't like Uh, modules. Just design the game and tell me the game you want me to play. I don't want to try. I don't know. Like how many of those modules did you come up with a week before shipping? How many of them did you, how many, I want, here's what I want to know. If you're going to have modules in your game, I want the designer to say, these are the ones we actually want in the game but we, we we're taking them out because there's some fantasy we have that there's some people who are going to be casual that play this 3.5 no, weighted game no it, it's the it's the poison of kickstarter right mm. well it's, not it's necessarily the, no but that's where that's where it started that's where mm. that started Maybe. was the uh, you're unlocking this and I you're unlocking mod. that Just and you're unlocking tell me that. the game tell me what I the agree. game is you want me to play can i say something that's interesting about evacuation because evacuation it does have also has bit, much, you know? but you know in the rule book it says we recommend they comes up with like three different things. We recommend doing this, this, or this, and uh, other versions we haven't play tested. So try it out and let us know on BGG what you think. Which I actually kind of, it seems yeah, like a cop out, but I, I actually like kind that. of like them being like, let us know. That's my yeah. least favorite yeah. thing about underwater cities too. There's just like there's so many modules, and every time I'm, I'm like, which ones They're are we small. supposed to play? There's small, small modules. I will say that the, it's, it, a, it, it's a barrier to entry. It depends. It depends. Like nine times out of ten, I don't like modules, but every once in a while, like. I will say food chain magnate. Well, that's uh, a different the kitchen. Thing. Yeah, it, no, but it that's is sort of the it, it is the modules though. The rule, it yeah. is modules, but it's, of course, it's pick pick what you want to put in. I quite like the, I quite like but the way you they can't. Did it. But you have yeah. to pick. It's not. Yes. It are is. you playing with all of them? It's what are you? You pick no, 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 one, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like or, maybe, or two. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I don't like the ones where there's nine modules and really it's a tutorial and I'm supposed to be playing with all of them. Revive, right? right? Revive yeah. has got has got this fake fake kind of. Well, but that that's not modules. Yeah, that's literally like a, a fake I mean, campaign Voidfall. they yeah. came up with. Yeah, Void yeah. falls out. Void falls out of control with the modules, right? No, there's no modules. Oh, it's scenarios. It's just scenarios. Yes. Okay. Scenario based. Scenario, sure. But so here, here's so I actually the, the farther I get away from Septima, the more I think about it, and the more I actually want to play it, which is a good sign because. 
So uh, Mind Clash always does this thing where they have a little bit of randomness in there, which is just way too much for me. And they always have a way of mitigating that randomness. Right. And I've like I've literally never played Anachrony where you roll the die. Okay. Like the 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 yeah. the, the uh, glitch die or whatever it is. Yeah. Like I just do the one where you, everybody takes one if you you know have stuff on the time travel track. Yeah. And we played with way too much randomness for me to the point. And this is such a heavy teach. And it's kind of like I, the entire time I was thinking of Trey, like, like every time something new would happen, be like, Trey would have left. Trey would have left. <laughs> Trey, Trey was out oh, the door. The, Trey's left. Trey's flipped the table. Like the witch hunter. In, he looks, right. at, he looks at the designer and says, I would quit this game at this point. Yeah. Right. That, that would have happened eight times during the teach, but like there, there, there's a really fun part of the game where the witch trials happen yep. and it's a, and it's a big thing and you're building to it and you're building, you're, you're putting your vote in a bag. Yeah. Right. And what you want is Very to, village. you're influencing the jury. Correct. Right. So for the witch trials to, right. to be seen as you not want a to witch. stack the bag your way. And the, almost it's really important. Like the whole game hinges on it and you could just get a bad pull and it just feels like nonsense. It just feels like well, this was a waste of time. So, yeah. Like I just yeah. don't, like I spent all this time. Like Jordan had like nine cubes in there, and yeah. we pulled one. And it's like, <laughs> well, but the, what's the, what, this? Isn't a game? Like why? Why did I do that? Why did I spend the entire round putting nine cubes in there for the luck of? Well, it, okay, I'm, I lost. Fun, yay. Maybe and because that I was the experience. Maybe I had. because it's a I narrative, had, not a game. Maybe well, because I had the mindset yeah. of like, you know what? Let's go with the flow tonight. Maybe. Like you have to have a certain like I just was maybe lucky that I had a detached sense about it. I was like, whatever, let's just yeah. see what happens with these witches. I, again, I don't. <laughs> if I burn, I burn. If I burn, I burn. I well, you, seem, uh, you seem more zen right now, and maybe that's I'm trying what's to be more. I think you, you went a little. You were too yeah. zen last night. Was I was too zen? I was too zen, but I was when we played uh, what's it called? But um, you know. Avalon? I, I, Avalon. I really Avalon. want to Is try Avalon it again and I want to try it with uh, more determination. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I will, I would be open to less. playing I it again. I just, there's game. like a million other I'll games let you I'd know rather you play. play. I need to play it with less random. There's just like a million other games I'd rather play before I right. come back sure. to Septima. Yeah. I have but not, nice I have not unwrapped mine. It's still in shrink because I'm, I want to play Jordan's copy one more time and decide if I even want to crack the shrink on it, which is crazy for me. I I have the same situation with with another Mind Clash game. Oh, with Voidfall. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you do you want to talk about Evenfall? Or are we how are we doing with time? I think we should probably. We're we're okay. We're, we have a, we we're 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 an hour and ten minutes in. We could talk about Evenfall really quickly. So Evenfall is like a another witch game. Another witch game. Um, it's very much a uh, engine building tableau game. Uh, it's card-driven tableau building. If you've played Imperial Settlers, 51st if you've State. played 51st State, you have your building uh, sort of uh, an engine, but you have your you have this like uh, vertical f- player board, and you're putting cards on two sides of it, and where you put the cards decides what they are. Um, it's in the world of those types of engine builders, and I would even put something like Wingspan or something in there where it's very card-driven. You're very tr- trying to get combos. You're trying to put these together. It's the heaviest of those. It's the most sort of gamerified that I've found of those. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the rules teach, but in the crunchiness of the combos. There's actually a lot of, of really cool decisions to be made in there. Um, the only problem is it's just way too long at four players. Way too long for what it is. I, it, and, no. and very heads down, not, not a lot of interaction. It right. reminded me of like the complimentary yeah. breakfast you get at like a Hyatt place. <laughs> it's just like, it's there. Uh, no interaction, yeah. Um, it's which there. I'm not allergic to. I know you're very allergic to that. I, it doesn't bother you as much. There's, there's a it bit was... of interaction, but it's passive interaction. There's no direct uh, interaction. It started, I thought when it started off, I was having a really nice time. And... 
really I, I enjoyed the card art. I enjoyed the flavor text. And in the beginning, there was e- we were even engaging in some of the like, oh, I took my witch to like the the void of clarity or something like that. There was a gate. There was a card called the Gate to Hell, which I really enjoyed. I was like, well, I've now summoned the Gate to Hell. And so in, it was the art fun. is absolutely stunning. art is cool. Stunning there's there's art, cool yeah. stuff going on, but after a while, it did feel long and it felt repetitive. And it just sort of had no arc to it. And on top of that, Jordan now, the Jordan is an excellent player, especially with card drawing games. Like he's so good at it. But he also it felt it was one of those things. I'm never one to say this game is broken. I always feel like when people just jump out of the gate with that, yeah, I'm he like, found a combo that it was, from, from round one that just we were all like, that has to be, that has to be like a wrong rule because he lapped us from round one. And I, I don't know. I, I honestly. It, I mean, it's really hard to say. It's also there's asymmetric powers, like very asymmetric powers. Yeah, it was um, one of those games that was also trying to be interactive. It was one of those things where like it sort of like pace on some stuff, the way terraforming Mars pace on like take some things from people. Like you know, you know when certain games are just not interactive, so they add some random things that like oh, if you look at so and so's tablet, every time the person to your left produces, you get a thing. So it's like this artificial and you know. I will not sit here and allow you to besmirch terraforming Mars. I love that is terraforming a bunch Mars. of nonsense. I love it. I've got the big box. I got the big. I got the big boy box. box. I got the big boy box. It even without the take that element in that game, there is a lot of interaction. I know, but Tons I'm saying I'm not okay. So bad example. But I'm just saying you all. You know when sometimes yeah. a game is like oh, we have to like up the interaction. So. uh you have to look at this person's tableau yeah. once in a while. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's also, I don't know, we played it sort of late in the night. We were we thought it would be a lot faster, so we were like trying to play it as a filler. Because I, I, <laughs> from the reviews I'd read, it was like 90 minutes with a teach. Like, okay, yeah. cool, that's fast. Four players, 90 minutes with a teach. It was not. It was three hours with a three teach. Three hours. <laughs> it just kept on going and going. And it was like, so we had that feeling of like, oh, we thought this was going to be over, so you're yeah. like, oh, I just wish it would end. And so that taints the experience. Like, I, So I don't know. There's some cool stuff going on. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was I'll try it again. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Since March of 2019, there have been games. We Ooh. have reviewed them. Ooh. We have talked about them. Ooh. We have debated them. Mm. But at the end of the day, there can only be three. <laughs> there can only be three. Can I ask a question? There can only be three. Yes. Does anybody have a 2023 game in their top three? Yes. Nope. <gasps> so do I. I mean, mine's going to be obvious. You guys already know. I do not. I do not. I think that there might be. Does anyone have fresh fish in their top three? <laughs> Sadly, it was it, it predates 2019 by a decade. Also, I will just say the game that we talk about too much has not even been mentioned on this podcast yet. Actually, it it just was super super briefly. I'm not sure which one you're talking. Oh come about. on! Oh wait, I, I want to say one thing. You though. you do know? I Avalon. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the appropriate wait, response wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, I actually I, I want to just underline that this is we decided to go for our favorite games our favorites which is not always the same as best and um, it should and there I should think, be I no like, best like best is crazy a crazy concept right I, I also feel like it's so fluid and for me when I think about when I was thinking about favorite I was having a hard time like what does favorite mean to me and I was just trying to think of like the games that like make me feel warm inside. Like I feel that like warmth in my chest, you know, or I get excited thinking about it um, or games that have, it's either it's given me either that like the tingles or it's given me a feeling of like playing it. The, the feeling of like, wow, I got the first time I play it sometimes. It's okay. sort of like nebulous for me. Mine's that's simple. What I mine's for. games I'd rate a 10 pretty much. Mm. Yeah. I think mine's that, but it's also for me, 
like my, I'll just say right out, right off the bat, I think that my number three game is objectively better than my number one. But for me, sure, right, that's fine. The, the 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 joy that I have that that I've experienced playing this game for some reason, it it's like it's like when the when the doctor has that little little rubber thing and he hits you and your leg kicks out Ooh. and every once in a while it just really gives yeah. you gives you a good kick. Yeah. For some reason, that game just just works for me in a way mm-hmm. that is that is amazing. It's like when you're getting your prostate examined. Uh, well, no, because that's always number one. <laughs> Let's kick this off. Ben, okay. what is your number three? All right. Well, I have my top three. I haven't ranked them, but oh, I'm okay. going to say my... I'll, you know what I'm going to do for my number one three? No, no, no. By the way, it would not be a top ten in, if, in which Ben follows the instructions. <laughs> no, no, no. I did not come up with any... I mean, I have an honorary, but um, I have three. I have three. I'm just saying that I haven't figured but, out but the you order. Haven't read it. But I'm going to say for my number three, oddly enough, I think I'm going to say Red Cathedral. Wow. Yeah, I have to say, oh my, and that's like a relatively recent one. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this one was this slot was between Red Cathedral and Prague Capit Regni, believe it or not. Mm. Well, you got it in there, didn't you? I did okay. so, only because, like, wait, would that be your runner up? Then that's ben? my runner up, yeah, only yeah. because, but I, but you these were like ben? Euro you understand games. why we don't like doing this with you, yeah. <laughs> so, Euro games are like for some reason. They just make me, these are like, these are games that just, these two that just give me like a lot of warmth. I don't know what it is, but I decided Red Cathedral gets the edge because of, again, just how clean it is. And I just have really, I really appreciate a clean design and uh, not, and progress, you know, progress is just like a Euro game. I'm not going to say it's clean. It's just, it's Euro game, but like Red Cathedral You know is, what he really needs to play? I mean, until I would have said that that would be high on my list until I played White Castle. <laughs> but now that I played White Castle, I was like, I, I don't know. think I need to play I that really anymore. Think it's about Red so amazing. I've only it's played think- White Castle once, but I like Red Cathedral more. Mm. Okay. Well, I think the Red Cathedral. You're, you're not playing the game we're playing. Maybe. Trey, Trey and I are playing a game just, right now. We're playing. Maybe. We're playing a game. Because the keep away from Ben. Keep oh, I him, see. Not let yeah. him play it. I not see. let him well, I'm play just saying, White Castle. I think you've actually played the better of the two. And talk about how amazing White Castle is. Well, either way, uh, the Red <laughs> Cathedral is to me a just. I think it should be a classic. I think it's just. It's so fun. It's really interactive. It it that's a game that uses luck in terms of rolling dice in a way that is, I think, very palatable for people who don't love dice. I think that yep. the yeah, it's Rondell no more offensive really than exciting. Castles of Burgundy, right? And um, especially with the expansion, the expansion is I the, talk about modules. The expansion actually does a thing with modules, but what uh, it works the way Food Chain Magnate works, which is that you get a sense of like uh, you feel like you're reading from a menu, like hey. What module should we do today? Like, let, what? Which way should we spice it up today? Not like, how do I actually play this game? Yep. And um, I really love the way the expansion works. But even without the expansion, I just think it's a clean game. I love the obviously the rondelle is the thing that's most famous about it. But I think actually the area control in the game. And I'm not even a big area control person, mm-hmm. but I think the sure. area control is really fun. Super fun. I think the resource management of the game is really fun. I think it just it works, and it's also very affordable. And yep. I think it's like. It's I. It's a it's game that I would say box. slightly too small. Slightly too small. Why? Because it doesn't fit nicely with the other boxes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one that should be actually in everyone's collection. I, I just. Ooh. I think it's. It makes me feel great to play it. I love it, and I and I love that I just sort of bought it on a whim in February this year, and then it turns out to be this wonderful game. So. My my rating for it is a nine. It's it's mm. way way up there. It's a fantastic yeah. game. No question about it. Yeah. Uh, should we just go around the horn? Yeah, yeah. Matt. What All do right. you think? My number three is just a perfect game. Dark Nova. 
just Arc Nova. what can Fantastic. be said that hasn't been said about Arc Nova. I have not played the expansion yet, and it's in the box, and I'm super annoyed. I'd really like to play it soon. Mm. Um, I just love it. It's a game that I'll always want. I will always want to play it. I always enjoy it. I, there's few games that, to me, are turn by turn more fun than Arc Nova. Just like just the actual moment to moment of playing those cards and building my thing, just everything about it is I'm never I'm just fully in the game. Animal Prison is a great game. There's no question <laughs> it about it. Yeah. It is definitely a a winner. The 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 design of it, the the replayability. Yeah. Some might say the theme might turn them off a little bit. Sure. Animal Prison. Well, I hate animals. Well, oh, there you go. You're good. <laughs> and I love coffee. <laughs> That's a super fun game. So my list, I was definitely when looking at favorite. I just this is a list of games that I want to play. Like any of these games right now, if you said you want to play this, I would. Mm-hmm. I would play this. I'm actually going to go to my number two right now because you mentioned Arc Nova because it was between Arc Nova and this Imperial Steam mm-hmm. for like my game of the year yeah. that year. And I did yeah. think like Arc Nova is going to be the bigger hit. It's going to be. It's going to connect with more people. But as far as like the game that's actually more for me, and I really like Arc Nova, I think Imperial Steam is the one. And it also like this is a hard one to get like Jordan's complaining Jordan's now. Jordan's been trying to get She's at the trying table. Trying to play for so long. It's hard to get to the table because it is heavier. Yep. Almost um, as long as I've been trying to get Horseless Carriage to the table. <laughs> but it's good. It's really good. And I feel like we mm-hmm. still there's there are depths to plumb in Imperial Steam that we've only kind of hundred percent just begun to it's kind so of that would have been with. like my number four or number five. On I put list. it on my, uh, at the beginning of the year in January, Matt, I will say bullied me yep. into getting the BG stats app and I did it. And, uh, we created a 10 by 10 challenge. And I have not used BG stats since then. And I've used it for every game I've played, even yeah. the Avalons. Uh, but I put Imperial steam as on my 10 by 10 and yeah. I've, not sure how many, I think I've yeah, you, it. You'll get it done by the end so of the year. So I told Jordan last night, because Jordan Jordan again last night was like, what about Imperial Steam? And then it was like quickly shot down. So I, I texted him, I said, you know what, next time I will play. I'm whatever. very I'm very sad. Jordan, if you're listening, I'm very sad that you, that that it sounded like your your game night was not ideal. And I'm, I feel <laughs> no, bad about that. He had a good that. time. He had a good time. But like, I felt bad because I could see... I know what it's like to, you know, when you want to get something to the table and you try and it doesn't get to the table. So and I'd like, love, I'd love Imperial Steam. You may even hear it mentioned by me. Very, wow, very soon. What's your number three, very Thomas? Uh, my number three is probably going to be on other people's list in a higher position. Uh, I said at the get go that my number three may be a better game than my number two and my number one. But uh, it, for me, for, for weird little personal reasons, it's my number three barrage mm-hmm. barrage. When it came out, it was a thunderclap. It was a nonstop. Like, we played that every game session for two, three months straight. We just couldn't stop playing it. And there's every reason in the world. The design of it is incredible. The use of the board space, the gravity, the feeling that you're playing a physical engine that that you are trying to tame and control and fight for the trying to generate energy through through hydroelectric power um it's it's amazing the expansion um comes really close Yep. to doing the thing I don't want an expansion to do uh-huh, which is which is pull away yep. from the central experience but doesn't doesn't get there. It it still is amazing. Everything loosens the, it up a little. I bit. still prefer a little bit. the base game. I think the base game is a, a ten. 
Um, yeah. But I, uh, I, I, I I like the expansion, and I will happily play with it. And I like I like that it exists. It's rare that I have like a, a game where it's like, oh, I actually let's play with the expansion night. That's fun. Yeah. But to me, like the purest version is just. Yeah, 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 and and the the new map is, is, is there's a bunch of maps now. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. And when and earlier, maybe I think it was on the podcast. Maybe it was before when someone said, "What games play five these days?" There's there's a five player map for Barrage. Yep. By the way, and I played it. It's fun. Yeah. It's yep. e- easy to forget that Barrage overcame tremendous, like the one of the worst Kickstarters, and then there were, there were huge issues with the first copies yeah. that were printed, and like I'm not saying everyone has forgotten all that. Yeah. But no, I don't care. It's anymore. that good of a game that nothing could have. That would have it. the had, issues would have killed plenty of games. It did yeah. not kill. And it's, I think it's like a top fifty BGG game, which I know who cares about the rankings. But at the same time, that it got so many like zeros and That's ones. Right. There's from still that, hate votes on it. You know? The fact that it, despite the fact it that is it has number thirty five, the fact that it got to thirty five with all those hate votes. Oh, yeah, I that's think, how good it is. That's how many people rated it a ten yeah. and meant yeah. it. Although That's isn't nice. it isn't it really supposed to be Barrage? I don't think so. Why? Because I think that like barrage is actual like dams, but we always say barrage. Just something to think about, guys. The word we'll check back in on episode 400. So you're saying it's a homonym. Jesus. Ben, what's your number two? My number two will probably be no surprise to most people who listen to the podcast. We're sitting at this table. Uh, I decided to put hegemony on here because I just think it's fa- it's just wildly fascinating. Still haven't played it. We're going to. Is that po- really? Yeah, yeah, no. But I'm, no. I'm telling you, we're going to play it, Matt. No, we're going to play it. it. We are, we are never. No, you, no, you haven't missed it. Never I'm go- always ready to play. Okay. It. We are never going to play hegemony <laughs> or horseless it's carriage or, 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 or with, with, and uh, right or, I, or fresh fish with Matt. We are never going to play White Castle. It's a good bit. Or I, so the criticisms against hegemony, I understand them, and I, I actually don't even push back. They're on them. quibbles. Some, They're quibbles. Some people have found that playing like the capitalist class or the state can be, can feel a little one dimensional. Some people, people have different issues, but some people say it's, they don't want to play a game that reminds them of a civics lesson. That's totally fine. Whatever, you know, everyone can have their own reactions for me. I think the game creates such a fascinating alchemy of, of table talk that puts you in the roles of real life uh, groups that it just feels so authentic. It's fascinating the way it works. I love the way um, we are both trying. We're, we're all at the, not we are both, but we at the table are all, we're, we're dealing with like, there's an economic game. There's a political game. There's a social game. When people play the game and say, oh, well, when I was doing this thing with the capitalist class, it wasn't that interesting for me. I'm like, I get how maybe the actual actions may not be fascinating to you, but I feel like the real game is what's happening above the table. And I feel like, if you're not getting that, that's a shame because there's so much richness there. And so I've just been smitten with this game for about the past two years. And uh, I think it's really, uh, it's, it's, to me, it's wonderful. It's, yeah, it should be played more like diplomacy. It should be uh-huh. in the negotiation like a, and the talk uh-huh. and the and the barter and the horse trading that, that, that happens for sure. I, I, for me, it is a game that I would not want to play every month, but mm-hmm. I also wouldn't, I'm never going to sell it. It is a game that I am going to play once or twice a year, probably every year, because it's it's a special occasion. It day, is, a special and occasion. it's really like I. It's yeah. a game where I think often about playing it with different people. I imagine like, oh, I can't wait to play this with so and so and so and so and so and so and see what they do. Um, and Matt, for real, the window is not closed. No, no, I don't, I'm, I know. I'm trying to. I, I think it's. My, I think if my son were here, I think it's his favorite game of the last. I think it's. I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. My number two. 
is a 2023 release. <gasps> Age of Innovation. Oh, which kind I thought you were saying Nucleum. Which kind of kills. I thought, was, I thought it was too, yeah. Which kind of kills my top 10 for the year when we get there. But okay. Uh, it's okay. I, I, I mean, it's, I uh, look, it's an interesting <laughs> thing because it's like, is it a new design or is it just a perfection and iteration? It's still, I, I, it's replaced the rest of them. I, I mean, I, I like Terra Mystica. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever play it again outside of online. No. I don't know if I'll ever play Gaia Project. I don't, I, I, I don't I think, think there, I ever will play Gaia Project. I think new Gaia Project. See, I'm Expansion the other, I'm out. the other way. I, for me, I think Gaia Project is different enough that it is the Maybe. other. That I, like I, I don't think, I don't think I'll ever play Terra Mystica again for sure mm, because it is, re, it has replaced that. But I think Gaia Project still has its own headspace. Uh, I, I love again. Gaia Project. Yeah, same. Every Age of Innovation game I've played since it came out has been so enjoyable that it's like it's like when I play Grickle, it's like why do I even play anything else like why what, like why everything else is a waste of time it feels like to me like <laughs> I'm just so happy I'm so enjoying it every aspect of it the draft the game the end game like I'm just so the time it is a time machine for me like swamp blast three hours will go by in 30 minutes for me like it's I'm just I I, I yeah I just think it's it's the it's the perfect heavy euro for me that's come out since 2019, and like even though it is an iteration, I I I, I cannot not put it on my. It yeah. is it is the second my second favorite game released since 2019. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I can't argue with that. I mean, it, yeah, for me for me it's in a weird mental space for me because it is an iteration yeah. to me more than more it than is an innovation. More than it is an innovation. See, it, exactly. feel, it feels new enough to me that it just like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But it's yeah. a, but it, there's no question that that they they did a great job of taking two very popular designs, combining elements yeah. of those. But of those innovations two. change the whole game for me. Yeah, no, yeah. they do. In the order they come out, they're in they're pretty a, they're pretty incredible. It's a it's an amazing game, no yeah. question about it. That's my two. Trey, so are you can do your three now because you well, did your two. I, that's fine. This will be my number two. Okay, <clears throat> so. Yeah, again, a game I just always want to play and, I, and want to play more of. Haven't played enough of it yet, um, but I'm assuming I'm going to play a lot with you, my friend, is War of the Ring, the card Hell game. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, like, yeah. when I think of, like... Love I, that you put that on the list. Well, it's it, it it kind of has, like, the gameplay that I that I really want yeah. in a game. We're, we're going to play four players. I'm going to partner across the table with someone. Yeah. And when played properly, my cards are going to set up my partner and yeah. vice versa in this beautiful theme. Um, you're making incredibly interesting decisions about when where you're allocating your resources, when you're timing certain things. It's in an IP that I think they really embraced yeah. here. Uh, so, you know, you took a game like Quartermaster General and then streamlined it and refined it in in a, in a space that I want to be. And, I th- and for me, at least, and I think for you too, it it scratches that itch of playing like competitive card games, like Absolutely. Game of Thrones or things like that, where you have to pilot this deck. You have this deck, and you have to learn it. You have to get good. There is a skill level, a skill, a high ceiling. I've looked at those cards and said, "How? What's the right exactly. way to use this card?" And there's you know? different strategies, different paths you could take within each deck. Like, and so that mm-hmm. is so fun. Like, and there's it gives so much replayability because there's four highly asymmetric decks and multiple ways to pilot each of them. And then the way your opponent is piloting and the way your, oppo- your 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 team member is piloting it, it's fascinating. Yeah. And it's it, it's and a game- very accessible. 
Very, like it's, yeah, when, simple game. when you taught that game, like we kind of got going and yeah. we're playing it and we're learning on the fly and very quickly it's like, oh, this is making sense. And then the deeper, you know, decisions that were kind of coming out were revealed. And yeah. so like you're in and playing that game very, very quickly. And it and does what, what few games are capable of doing, which I think is the, the story that it creates is, is as interesting as the strategy is deep. Mm-hmm. Which is rare that I mean, just like because it creates these really cool stories that are very thematic of like, well, we uh, you know what? We're we're fighting Helm's Deep again, everybody. Like right. we're going back to it. Gandalf died there, but the You but get to retcon exactly the novels yeah. the fact, like, over and over and over again. Yeah, and the it's fact fun. that like the, the battles come back to life like after it's been, you know, we, we fought Helm's Deep you know, eight rounds ago and all of a sudden it's coming back again and now we're fighting Helm's Deep part two and like all that stuff is so fun and well also by the way, you're not gonna have those sort of experiences with games unless you're having fun with them, right? Like if you're having, if you're having not to trash even fall, but if, if the game is trying to become rote when some, when like some piece of flavor comes up, you know, later on, you're like, okay, whatever we just, what do yeah. we do to play this? But if you're have if you're immersed in the game and you're having so much fun, when piece of flavor comes up, you just, all you want to do is make a story about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. No. So that was Great my pick. number two. Great pick. That was your number two. Uh, my number two is a game that has already been mentioned, Imperial Steam. I, hey. I, I absolutely love that game. Uh, the only knock on it is that I won't play it with Jordan. But other than that, <laughs> I I adore that. Like I, I it, it, that's the only thing is I have to wait until there's a week when Jordan doesn't come to game night, and then I'm like, okay, Imperial Steam. And then we bring it out and we, oh, we have such a good time. Yeah. No, it's an, it's, it's an incredible design. Everything Trey said, I, I cannot uh, do anything but, uh, but Echo. I think it is an absolute classic. It is made for a 10 by 10 list. And like, nope, we're not going to do a damn 10 by 10 or whatever. But it that is the kind of game that needs to be played Ten a times. bunch of times. Yeah. We Ten would times. struggle to do a 6 by 6. Yeah. We're going to do a 3 by, by 3. Ten. Honestly. 4 by 4. Super fun game. All right, my number one. Here we go, number one. You know, if I could... Now, here's where I bend the rules. If I could... <laughs> You've, this is where you do it? This. This. If I could, I would give it to 18xx.games. But that's not a game. But, like, to be fair, like, if I'm talking about, like, favorite... Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's in true. all honesty, because... Especially, you know, in the, in the darkness of the pandemic, of lockdown, especially when, you know, just, like, when L.A. became the epicenter. I've said it before on the podcast... We were locked in our houses and I was going on Zoom and I was playing game after game after game uh, on 18xx.games. And it was a really, it was a bonding thing for my friends who I was playing with. And it was a really great escape. And it's like very special to me to be able like these 18xx games really helped me get through a very difficult time. And I continue to play them at length. I've got two or three games going any given time. So I wish I could say that was my number one game since it came out because that was the number one sort of game system that i learned Mm -hmm. um but if i have to choose like a game though um so it was important for me just to mention that because that was a very that was an important part of the past few years for me in terms of my gaming but for number one i mean barrage barrage is to me undeniably the best game that's come out in the past four years like there's no game in my mind that has been better than barrage that has come out i think it is it's an excellent, excellent game. I played Nucleum once, and I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to play more of it. But like, you play Nucleum, and it also makes you reflect on just how good Barrage is. And that's not a diss on Nucleum. It just, it's like, wow, Barrage is so good. 
every time you play it, like you're on the edge of your seat for every single turn you take. You're like, oh, don't take that spot, or oh, I need to do that, or I need to go here. I've got to pivot here. Mm-hmm. It like barrage works. It works well. It is a phenomenal game, and I get so angry when people <laughs> say. I like Barrage, but it is such a mean game. It is not a mean game. I'm sorry, everyone. It is not a mean game. It is a cutthroat game. It is if you play it properly. (laughs) It's a cutthroat game. Yes. It's a cutthroat game where if you don't do certain things, people will capitalize off your mistakes. Or if you're like, I don't want to spend those $3 to put a damn there. It's not mean once everybody's at an even playing field. Because then you you damn well know why it happened ah, to you. Nice you pun. damn well know. No, but but I think it's but meaning that like a mean game is one where you build where you build something up and someone knocks it over. Like that is a mean game to me. It's a game where um, I don't know. I don't think that argument carries water. No. <laughs> what? It's a great game for Did getting you guys into switch the switch personalities. What the heck is going on? That's awful. I really don't have the energy to go into this, but <laughs> no. But for real, I think that like. People may have when when the game is cutthroat, people can come out of it feeling a little bruised, and so therefore they say it's a mean game. But I actually don't think it's a mean just game. Just feels like you're pissing downstream right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. What else do I have to say? You guys said it already. It's such a good game. Everyone should play it and buy it and whatever. Do whatever you want with it. All right, my number one. It's a little controversial. It's Voidfall. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's Barrage. Uh, obviously, it's Barrage. Clearly. Oh, Barrage. Okay, good. Yeah. Of course. High five. Of course. Uh, of course, it's Barrage. Barrage is, I don't know, my second favorite game of all time. And how could it not be the number one game released since 2019? It's a perfect game. It's it's the reason I'm in this hobby is for the the, the chance of a game like this coming out. Yeah, 100%. All right, so am I the only one that doesn't have Barrage on the list? Just- I think you I think you definitely are. And, and as I and said, I, I, said I, would- I said my number three is probably the best game of the Wait, three. I, and by the way, interestingly enough, I do remember that the year Barrage came out. I think you did you give Crystal Palace the a higher ranking than Barrage? He and then, didn't. And in fact, I have all of our top tens from every or was year. it or was it Pipeline? I, I was actually surprised you didn't put Pipeline on this, actually. No. I did not put Barrage as my number one the year that it came out. Oh, <laughs> you know, what was like, your number one? No, no, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Um, apples to apples, Pax, Pax Premier Two E. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. that's a but that's a well acclaimed. It would have been my number four or number five. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. I, I think I would admit Barrage is the best. Like it's better than the other games I've listed. But it, if my standard is, I'm like dying to yeah, play it right yeah. now. Yeah, like there's something that's tricky. That's like, I'm not dying tricky, to play Barrage it's tricky. right now. And like there's times where Barrage is intimidating to me. It doesn't always translate to fun, if that makes sense. And like, and that doesn't make sense because like Imperial Steam should be just as intimidating. Mm. So like, what distinction in my brain? Well, we played a lot of Barrage. I also struggled with that because I was like, Barrage was actually not reading as favorite for me. Because, but I was like, that's only because we played it a lot. And yeah. sometimes the games that we don't play a lot, you pine for more. And so I had to really say to myself, I know that you don't, you're not hungry for this game. I also really, I got addicted to it on BGA. And I really yeah. recommend that you guys play it on BGA because it like yeah. opens up a whole, like it's fast yeah. and it's 90 minutes mm-hmm. tops, four players. And the people on there know what they're doing and you will learn strategies you never, like I, you get a lot better real quick. I, got, huh? I, yeah. I, became a very good barrage player uh-huh. out of that game. And like, but I, I will, I've played against people and I've gotten destroyed because I, I got, kind of got up in the rankings and I was playing like very high level people and they were, and like they were doing things that I was like in my, you know, hundreds, 200 play of the game and being like, 
I, I did, literally didn't think that was a strategy that was possible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it was like, this game is just, yeah, I mean, like, I it was getting my too. mind blown. We by have to get out possible. of our own group a lot of times, yeah, you know, yeah, to actually, yeah. Oh, and w- once I started, board game once I started playing Barrage on BGA, I quickly found a strategy that we had not done on, on here. And it, it, it's, wildly strong and, and you like you can't wait to destroy us no i play i've play, I play, done it yeah he's, i've he's done, done it, it. It's, and it's and it's very strong but it, it's it's about memorizing the spots on the map that are you know there's there's like there's do, this very clear do you remember that night when when paul left in tears no that was that was the night yeah, yeah. but I, I i thought that strategy was unbeatable for a while and i was like oh maybe barrage actually has some problems and then i got to the next level on bga players and that strategy does not work against them and they did a whole other thing and i was like oh my god yeah amazing yeah. so what it so so go on. So my my number one, um, and again, this is like favorite space bees. I am still, I'm still championing transcontinental. Hell yeah! yeah. Yes, hell, hell yeah! yeah. yeah that dude. was yeah. I love that you did that. that. Was, I, I thought about that one. It's so I just good. have so much affection for Transcontinental. Uh, me too. I, I, I've only played it twice, and I really enjoyed it. I'd like to play game. it more. So this is maybe like the flip side of Barrage because I I think it had a little bit of a rocky. Uh, still rocky. It's still rocky. Still, it's still, still rocky. And people are still stuff. mad about it and stuff. And, and it hasn't overcome. No, it has not. That. Because and it was, I didn't have big enough people. Bit, to be honest, yeah. I, I am missing a piece for, from that game. <laughs> You'll never get it. I sent the. I, I, I filled out the form three years ago. And I am still waiting. This game will become, I think, like a Glory to Rome black box edition kind of thing, where it's like it's a grail game. I, it, I mean, yeah, get. because it no, will. A it, lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people did not like it, which shocked me. It will shocked find me. its audience though, and those people will like never that. let it go. Like... And then you'll never be able to find it again. And it, I think I, that's think a I great should game. grab it now because, like, if you yeah, can find I a copy, it. I would grab. Oh, it's on Amazon for eighty bucks right now. I would fucking grab. I thought about putting on the list, and I it was just it didn't make the cut. Better yeah, buy it so before, I would buy it before this podcast comes out and somebody hears that and goes on Amazon. I feel like I do it. this every year where I kind of stand for Transcontinental, it's but so like good. this is the place again. It's like, hey, if you've missed the episodes, whatever, this is a, a game that I I'm glad you said that. And I, I really want to play it again. I, I just, re- I just, I, I always have a great time. I think we might need to do a house ruling of some of the events. Maybe. Yeah, the cards may not be the yeah. most I, balanced yet. I, well, I, yeah, just the, the amount that first player changes, I think, is, is wrong. Yeah, uh, that was like a late in the design yeah, really thing. We played an earlier version really that didn't, didn't have as that. much, yeah. but, but um, everything else about it is like Mwah, chef's kiss. But exactly. you know what? The, I remember we played it the first time, Trey, on Tabletop Simulator during mm-hmm. the pandemic, yeah. and I had seen the Rado run through, and it was very fascinating to me. And I was like, we should let's try this game out, and we played it. And I just remember it was like that magical moment when you play a game, and you go, "Oh my god, this is so cool! What's going on here?" Yeah. Like Transcontinental, really really turns worker placement on its head yep, yep. and it turns um, resource management on its head. It is like a brilliant it game. It turns the theme on its head. It's like a train game that in, in a space that I've never That's really been done before. Well, there's no, yeah, there's, no, there's no tracks being laid, really. Yeah. There's no, no, no. no but yeah. you are definitely building track. Yeah. Across Canada, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. No, I love that. So I, I just, really have, I just have a tremendous I'm affection glad. for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad yeah, you're it's incredible. I'm really... Thank you for putting that on your list because it's, it's important for that game to to get more love. The two things that that I was thinking about that I couldn't. There were basically three things that that were that didn't make it on my list that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, one was Teletum. I yep. think Teletum is an astonishingly great game Me from too. from last year. Absolutely, it belongs in the conversation. Um, two is uh, Anno eighteen hundred. I don't know why people have fallen out I of love abso- for that. That's so funny. You said. That. Do you know what they just announced? What a brand new expansion for it. I'm just I'm, announced. I am in coming there next day year. one. Me I am too. in there day one. Mm. I was thinking so much in the last couple of weeks. 
that game's almost perfect. Like, yes. that's an incredible game. Why don't we play that constantly? It's an yeah. amazing, it, amazing. I I really want to pull that out again recently because I, I adore that game. Same. Martin Wallace. Same. Yeah. 100%. I, Marty, my friend Marty, he he, he designed it. Evidently, and Wally, even baby, that. and Wally. What's uh, amazing <laughs> is there have been so many great games that have come out since our podcast started. We're underwater we in cities. That, we uh, was no. that before? I think. I, I think it was eighteen. Yeah. I'm not positive. Yeah. I apologize um, to everyone involved. <laughs> but uh, no, it, eighteen. Yeah, you know what? We, we are we are in the phase of our hobby, right? Where. 95 are happy. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You want to say? No, I was, no, you finish your spiel and then I was going to do the. I was going to add an impromptu bonus round. No, no, you already. No, for all of us. You That's because it's no, no, we no, all get honorable mention. No, no, this is a bonus round for all of us. Okay, good, good, good. It's a round. It's not for me. Good, good, good. Worst game title is Dwellings of Eldervale. Okay, that's one. If that's the categories. No, um, game. <laughs> no, but the, the worst Not title. Not Caloria. The worst title. We are in the phase where we are in the standing on the shoulders of giants phase, right? Like 95, these modern, what we are considering our hobbies games began to come out. 2005, you know, Agricola hit and, and started things really ramping up. Um, it became something that was not just Euro, but the whole world were designing these kinds of games in the in, in the 2010s. And now we're at the point where there is such a game language of great design yeah. that people can take and riff off of and yeah. build on that we're now at the point where there are some truly astonishing designs that are that are coming out. And my year of the very good, I know it's damning with faint praise, but it really is both a combination that that so many of these games are excellent, mm. but also that my bar for total love has gone up because Barrage is out there. How, yeah. you know, how do yeah. I get something that's that high? But for me, my number one is a game that actually, Ben, you just, you just mentioned, you just called me out on it. Uh, it for me, Pipeline Aha, is, I really? is, is the is the game. Have you played the expansion yet? Yes. Oh, I, I haven't. I don't even have. Yes. And, and by the way, more it's, pipe, it's, more it's, lines. It's a it's a souffle of an expansion. It's not much. It's very little. So the, but the, it does the, good the little things. Expansion, soup song. Right? What the feces expansion? No, no, it's a different one. No, different one. Emerging markets. Um, it is. It, so here's the here's the things about it that that I love. Yeah, pipeline's great. It is a it is a wonderful economic game that is that that uses a spatial element that is mean. It is a mean game. It is really easy to get yourself in a debt crisis where you're just taking more and more loans. The loans are just going to crush you every time we play. Somebody ends up with almost no money at the at the end of the game, just fighting to do it. But when you overcome that. It's it's that age of steam moment where oh my god guess what I'm a profitable I'm profitable yeah. now in this way that's an amazing sense of accomplishment it plays pretty fast it's pretty easy to explain how the rules of the uh, of the game go um, and of the of the three games on on my list of the top games it's the one that I find myself wanting to play the most yeah. that's it yeah. and 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 it's it's probably because the rules overhead is so slight. And the the economic depth of the game is so vast. It's really good. I bought. I played it once. 
I really enjoyed it. I bought a copy. I have not played it since. Yeah. My copy yeah. for several and, years. And of all the games that we mentioned, it probably is the lowest in the Board Game Geek rankings. Well, and yeah. and Ryan Courtney, the designer, had kind of a big year with Trailblazers, which was like you know oh, a, yeah. a, a light a light game, but a big hit. Like yeah, I think Ryan Courtney's great. And uh, the overall rank of the game right now is four hundred fifty-eight, which is That's ridiculous. Low for it. Uh, yeah. Can we do a bonus round off yes. the cuff? Yeah, go go go. Best go. expansion since the podcast started. Oh, since the podcast started. Grand Austria Hotel, let's waltz. Um, yes, 100%. 100%. Mine, let's waltz. Uh, no question about it. Mine, I'm going to actually say, is uh, Railroad Evolution, which I'm, is the sequel, the the, the, re, the fixing of Railroad a fi- Revolution. It's a fix more than but it it's is. Fix, a, but it is an official expansion. Yeah. I remember playing, it was actually one of the first games I ever played with you guys, and it is a tremendous expansion, and yep. it's a shame that it's not available really to people, because like that turns Railroad Revolution like Railroad Revolution, it gets you like ninety five percent of the yeah, way there. Right. And with Evolution, it's like that was the first game trans- we played together. I yeah, think. it's a transformative expansion. It was the first game you brought to us, and oh, that's I it played it. I now own it, and it's my own. first review. Yeah, yeah, I I, I own it. And it's the, wonderful. And the base game for it now. Can I just say one game that we have not mentioned at all? Because we don't really play two player games. But sure. if I was to make a list of games I want to play more than any other game, oh. it's Imperial Struggle. That's I think incredible. Imperial Struggle it's is incredible. an absolute masterpiece. Have you played it yet, Trey? No. Nope. You and I are going to spend a day and we're going to play Imperial Struggle. It's not a day, but it's four hours. It's a four-hour, two-player game. It's Pro- probably a 45-minute teach. I just think it's a masterpiece. I just think yeah. it's. I think you will become obsessed Does it still have with it. die rolls for coups kind of thing? No. Uh-uh. It's not like that at all. Okay. It's not, it's got, that it, was, that's what got me on Twilight Struggle. It's nothing like Twilight Struggle outside of it's a two-player you know, yeah. shifting yeah. polar polarities of control. It, it's embarrassing. It's, I haven't played it. It's a lot. You will it's a lot be like obsessed with it. It's a lot like Twilight. Oh, I don't. I, but I, I like. I, don't the, I like. But it's also of, very. But it's also very different. It doesn't have. I, I love the cards in Twilight Struggle. I love the cards in Twilight. You're Struggle. going to love Imperial Struggle, okay. and and that to me is just like that was my favorite game of 2020. Uh, yeah. I, I just, it was on my top. It was in my top three as well. It was your number one that year as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It Crazy. was a lot. Of, it's just it's a masterpiece. But we, I, what's the point of bringing a two player game up in our game night? Because it doesn't get played at game night. But like, yeah, it's sitting right there. I look at it every day. And yeah, I'm just it's like, not a game night game. Why am I not playing? Well, it's two players only. Yeah, yeah. you just yeah. yeah you got you got. But it's it just. It's. It, I've never had more fun than my plays of that. The problem is, is that we are just too popular to to have to pick one friend. Yeah. How can you do that? Also, I do want to say that uh, I, I, Pax Premier Two E, I, I still think is incredible, as well as John Company. I, I think is incredible, and, and both games that I, you know would have been in my list. And, and also, like, I want to shout out Hallertau. Which I still love, and I don't know why yeah. we don't play Hallertau. I, I, I think Hallertau is incredible. I forgot about that one. I love Hallertau. Yeah, it's just so fun. A lot of great games that have happened over the past few yeah. years. Yeah, I have to say, Carnegie, love it. Yeah, Audubon. Yeah. Audubon, Audubon is really fantastic. That's, a, that's a and then again, just one. like I, I always have a great time playing. It is Mosaic. Which Mosaic, I, I cooled on. I'd like to play quickly. the expansion. I haven't played the expansion. I'm not sure I love the expansion. It oh, actually okay. made it more like it made it more about the board and a little mm-hmm. more military ish, which is not actually what I wanted the game to be. Yeah. So, but mm. I, I've always had a fun time playing Mosaic. I, I like Mosaic quite a bit, and I like the expansion better right. more than more than. I'm excited you to try it. Babylonia, classic. Babylonia, it's, it's crazy. Incredible. The crew, crew is great. Crew is come great. on, right? Come on, right? Yeah, trick taking. Yeah, like wow. games, amazing. It has been a just to take it down a notch for a second. Um, it has been an, a real joy. Matt, thank you for starting the podcast with us. Thank you for this keeping is... it alive. It literally would have died if not for you guys, because I do not have the bandwidth to keep it going every week. 
it, it has been every other week. It, and, and to everybody listening, it has been an absolute joy to be doing this with you. Because that, that, that's what we feel like, especially when we when we go to places like BGG Con and people uh, come up and tell us that that this that, that this podcast means a lot to them. Uh, it, it means a lot to us. We love this hobby. This is the thing. But the woman who came up to us fun. at Strategic Con who says that she she runs marathons all over the world and she's listened to all two hundred episodes of our podcast wow. while running marathons. And I'm just oh, like, what? that's amazing. There was a there was a that's woman great. at BGG Con that says, I do not listen to your podcast, but I heard your voice. <laughs> And my husband listens to your to your podcast no, while I'm funny. in the other room doing doing other things, and I know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 an astonishing. It's a crazy hobby that we share, uh, and in an age where people are more socially isolated than we have ever been before, and we have, we've had a mind blowing uh, disruption socially. Um, the fact that we have a hobby that is primarily about getting together, sitting around a table and sharing time together um, and being really, really mean to each other is just wonderful. Thank you for introducing this hobby to me, Tom. Oh, <laughs> hey, and thank you for welcoming me into your, into your wild group yeah. of, of personalities. Thank you for, for being here. We have a great, we have a great friend group. I'm, I'm, I'm truly, truly thankful. Like I, I, I try to practice uh, gratitude, you know, and, and think of like, no matter how bad a day is, like what are the, what are the things that I'm really grateful for? Yeah. And frequently you guys are that. That's what oh, t- Tim so. Fowers said. He's like, you've got a good group of friends. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I, there was something, I think he's got a good group too, but he's like, I can see like, you've got a good, like that's going to last a long time. And it's and, like, and, it is. And thanks to our co-hosts, you know, we, yeah, we, we, say, we, we couldn't do this podcast without the other people who have been coming on for 200 episodes and helping us review these games and talk about it. And it's been a bit of a revolving door over the yeah. past two years. And I appreciate everybody who's been a part of this and who's helped put together content for this podcast. Everybody you've ever heard on this, on this podcast are people that we care about and, and, and love. And it's, it's a podcast and, about our gaming group. Time. It really this is. This is our, just our gaming group. Yeah. It really is. It really is. You know, except for Candace who went off and formed her own podcast. She's dead to us. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do? We'll never. Can you do? Never we'll never forgive. Never forgive her for that. Never ever. We had such a good time. Every time we go to BGG Con with Candace, we're 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 taking it's too late. You already dissed her. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> we, no, we're having a fun. Fine. Go ahead. All right. Can't pull it in now. Yeah. You want to do the sign off for us, Tom? You want me to do the sign off? Yeah. All right. Oh, well. let me just one more time. We have a contest. Win a copy of Soul. Last days of what's what am I forgetting the name? Last of? days of a star. Last days of a star. Uh, contact contact at, at gamebrainpod.com. Give us a paragraph of your favorite gaming experience you've had since 2019, and get it to us by the end of the year. Contest December. in the subject line. Board game content. Right? Yeah, just con- put contest in there, contest and make sure you subjects. put your email in the in the. And make sure you put your email in there, or else we won't be able to get you a, a reward if we like your story the most. Uh, ladies so and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful 200th episode. Uh, remember that we have a YouTube channel every once in a while. We have a Facebook group and a Discord channel that are very, very hopping. If you have not joined Discord and checked us out, please do check us out there and. You've been listening to Game Rain, produced and edited by Matthew Robinson, Tom Donnelly, Trey Alsop, and Ben Mandelker. Special thanks to Daedalus for our incredible music. More on Daedalus at GameRainPod.com. And thanks to Edamar Peleg for our incredible graphics. You can reach us by email at contact at GameBrainPod.com. And in fact, you want to do that so you can get in on the prize. Thanks for listening. And go play some games with friends. Or go play some friends. With <laughs> wow. Games. Wow. Space Speed.